Did you do a yellow van? What's up, everyone? Welcome to Season Gaming Big Cast. It is Saturday and uh, feeling good. And I'm here with uh, Cybermo, Cyberflunk, and the guy on the bottom. Uh, <laughs> <am> I, <laughs> I'm yeah. not even going to say my partner in crime after that. That's Look at all that favorite. yellow, baby. Look <laughs> at all that yellow. Look at all that yellow. <laughs> I do it for Ains. So, Dan, yeah. my, uh, my Big Cast regular, man, how you doing? My Big Cast regular. Yeah, you, you show up every week. I mean, you're a regular. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I'm good, man. Good. Just been kind of chilling out. Chilling out, living moment. in Night City. Yeah, pretty much. Like all of us. Yeah. Like yeah, everybody. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then joining us, one of our uh, favorite friends of the show, oh. the host of the Backlog Chronicles, and an actual doctor. He's not just a doctor on Twitter <laughs> and TV, my friends. I've gotten asked that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Who has actually just fought his way back from COVID himself. Yes, so, yep. How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Always, I always lo- love talking to you guys. It's going to so, be so awesome, you, man. Are you like a general practitioner? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm an internal medicine uh, practitioner. Right, I got something down here I need you to look at. <laughs> no problem. After the show's over. I, I, got, show. I got gloves, man. I got, I got gloves on. Man. We'll be good. You got a microscope? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to need something more powerful than that. <laughs> get the Hubble. Oh, man. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a fun week. Um, we've got a lot to talk about because of, uh, obviously, goes without saying, Cyberpunk's the big topic today, and we're going to talk a lot about it. We've got uh, the Halo Infinite update. We've got uh, everything that happened at the Game Awards, inc- including premieres. We won't talk about the winners too much. We'll touch on it. But a lot of new games to talk about that's exciting. And we've got the MPD results from the console launches, too. So we're going to go ahead and get into it. Um, and you know where we're going to start, man. Cyberpunk. So... It is here after what feels like an eternity of anticipation and delays and hype. Um, There's an awful lot to talk through here, guys. And I know all three of us have been talking offline nonstop about the game and playing it. But I wanted to kind of go through some of the things. So I figured let's get the the, uh, bugs and performance discussion out of the way first, right? Let's let's talk about the obvious, which is um, if you're playing this on a base Xbox One, or PlayStation 4, uh, you may not be having the best time right now. Um, It's pretty rough. Performance is poor. Uh, There's a lot of optimization that still needs to take place. But if nothing else, I think it's showing that the ambition of this game, the size of it, how much is going on behind the scenes, um, it's it's just a challenge. It's just too big of a challenge for those consoles to overcome, I think. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, I think... Look, man, you know, whenever you're talking about things like this, you have to kind of try to draw this balance between telling people to be practical and not trying to sound like an asshole, you know, by saying like, well, why didn't you upgrade to the next gen consoles? You know, I mean, so I I think a lot of people are forgetting that this game has been in the same development cycle lengthwise as the previous console generation has been on shelves. You know, I mean, we've had those consoles for seven years. The technology that was in those consoles was already a couple years old by the time they were on our shelves. So you're looking at about 10-year-old hardware. And Ains, I was telling you this earlier, too. I mean, you know, you're already committed to these consoles, you know, from seven years ago or eight years ago when you first announced the game. And, (laughs) And, you know, I mean, so 
as the time goes on, the technology starts getting older, but technology also starts getting newer. So on their end, and we've already known how ambitious they were going to be with this game, you know, in terms of size and scope and detail and all this other bullshit that they were adding to the game. So that itself doesn't help out with the aging tech that we've already had on our shelves. You know, I mean, and the ambition also from a visual fidelity perspective. And we know CD Projekt Red, they're a PC first uh, developer. So obviously that was going to be their lead development. And I get people being upset about how bad they play on the base consoles and that's not an excuse for it because if you're releasing a product like that it should be running at least decent you yeah. know but for anybody to expect a visual fidelity level on a base ps4 or xbox one in particular uh of of say something equal to a 3080 i think you're just not being practical uh, i i'm with you about the performance issues and the bugs no fucking question about that they should have been ironed out the game should have at least been uh you know better more playable from that perspective. But to expect the visual fidelity to be somewhat on par with what they've shown on these older consoles, I just think that's just not realistic. It's not a realistic way of thinking about things. Yeah. Uh, so um, that's Agreed. at least what I'll, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I have at least on the performance, you know, because we can talk about this for hours, you know, I mean, between, yeah. between the, the, you know, the, the difference between the base consoles, last gen at least, the base consoles and the upgraded consoles and then our new ones now. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of hardware it's, they had it's to develop. It's a lot, for. man, you know, it's a lot and it's unfortunate. And Digital Foundry just released that video talking yeah. about, you know, the performance, if you want the best performance, it's, it's better on the PS5, but if you want the best visual fidelity with a locked 30 FPS, Xbox Series X is the way to go. Um, yeah, man, it's just, it's a lot to digest about it. It sucks, you know, but at this point, what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you, you got to wait. For, and you people, gotta, forget, people forget that, um, you know, not that this is an excuse, but people forget yeah. that Witcher 3 was very similar. 2015, right. it pushed the boundaries of fidelity and PCs and everything. And even back then, when the consoles were newer, um, it really struggled quite a bit uh, at launch. And it took several updates actual right. update title updates for them to get witcher 3 into a good position right. um just because they do they push the boundaries of what occurs in a game it's like right. the size of world of something like you know assassin's creed or grand theft auto but with right. a lot more going on a lot more overlying systems and uh there's just only so much you can do it takes a lot of power and digital foundry to your point going to the pc video they did I mean, the PC they were using to show mm -hmm. the full settings of this game, less than half a percent of people playing on yeah. PC, never mind in the world, even have a PC like that. I mean, they were yes. talking about a workhorse CPU with a 3090, 32 gig of RAM. I mean, it was like top of the top. And it was still, you know, that's the only way you could really see the full vision of what CD Projekt Red was putting forth. Um, but to your point, and I think we all agree, it's not an excuse. You're selling a product on the Xbox One and PlayStation 4. It should be right. playable, at least in a state, even if it doesn't, um, you know, obviously look as good. Right. And where are you at on this? Yeah, I mean, I'm, there's a problem. The, the, we were so hyped for this game. I was 100%. Super ready to go. I never heard of it until yesterday, but right, yeah, sure. I mean, I, I can mean, tell. <laughs> I wrote something on Twitter that said, you know, if Pong was my alpha, Cyberpunk could be my Omega. Yeah, you know, that's how excited I was, and that was right after that forty-five minute trailer that they showed sure. at yes. uh, E3. And 
ever since then, I mean, they've done nothing to quell the hype at all. I mean, they've only, you know, pushed it and pushed it. And that's what you should do. You know, they, they need a solid marketing strategy. Sure. However, what they did to the base console owners is super messed up. Yeah. All right. I mean, that that's, I understand the technology, but if you don't make it for that old tech and it doesn't work well, even on the newest stuff that literally came out a month before on these 3090s, if that's what you need to push this stuff and this is how you've optimized your game, yeah. that's garbage. Yeah, it is. You know, that, that's, that's, that's terrible. You know, the, the tech doesn't exist apparently yet, or the optimizations were so poor that, you know, it, it's not running well really anywhere. When I booted up on the X, I expected to see, you know, probably 1080, 60 frames that didn't look like it was in a fog constantly. And that's what it looks like. HDR doesn't even work, you know, according to several different sites I've looked at. It's not even working. So I shouldn't have to shut it off on my TV. Mm-hmm. You know, I shouldn't have to do all this stuff. I expect, you know, when I'm paying money for a game, regardless of what it is, it it needs to run well. Sure. You know, and, yeah. and, and especially when you, you're pushing that narrative, you know, there's a reason they didn't show any of those console you know, yes. I, mean, yes. 100%, I totally yes. get it, you know, yes. and now, you know, everybody that said they have the absolute right to be pissed off. Yeah. You know, I know there's a lot going on in the game, but maybe try not to cram so much shit into a tiny little package. Then I guess, you know, <laughs> or whatever you're trying to do, you you try to put too much into it. And I, your mouth. I, I respect the ambition. <laughs> no, I mean, it's true. I mean, I respect the ambition. I, I really do. Yeah. You know, but if you give me a pile of shit, you know, and you say, here, eat this. I'm like, look at it. And like, no, it's a pile of shit. Like, mm-hmm. No, no, no. It's actually like this, you know, $500 an ounce chocolate with this $300 an ounce peanut butter inside. It's mm-hmm. actually not shit. It's got mm-hmm. all this awesome stuff. It just looks like shit. Yeah. Oh, no, well, I don't care. I'm still not going to eat the son of a bitch because <laughs> it looks like a pile of shit. Mm-hmm. All right. And that's that's my biggest issue with it. The bugs, I haven't had that many. I've no, seen me neither. You know, that's the thing. I've seen a the T poses, you know, yeah. I've seen, but that's just, that's minor shit. I had one crash so far on my, on my one. Me X, too? I and, that's one. It. and that was, I was driving around or in, in a car with somebody and, and it just stopped. I've had, uh, like I've had like, uh, had like weird, uh, random bugs here and there. Like everybody else, like the camera right. angle when I'm driving doesn't change. I can't pick up loot from the ground. Uh, I, the most an- and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, uh, the most right. annoying thing for me though has been loading hitches, which is oh, really yeah. weird, right? Because I'll ha- because I have it installed on the internal. So what'll happen is if I'm accessing a new area, the screen just freezes. It doesn't even say loading. The screen just freezes and then it starts again. So I'm assuming hmm. that it's loading a, a new area that I haven't accessed before. But it's like it's on a fucking NVMe. I, you know, I mean, I, I I don't understand. And considering the fact that it's loading the previous gen version. Yeah. So I think, this one. I think um, in the one of their videos, cause they've done multiple, right? Obviously as digital mm-hmm. foundry mentioned that they think that the optimization was done for the prior gen consoles and mechanical 100%. hard drives. Right. So it's, even though we're running on that MVME internal, it's not, it, it doesn't even realize it's there, right? It's still coded to just act like a mechanical hard drive. Cause I've seen that a couple of times too, where it like just pauses and then mm-hmm. you, you kind of restart. Yeah. yeah, I've seen that a few times. Yeah, yeah, and th- yeah but they're, they're, for the for the most part, it's been, you know, 
yeah, there are a lot of bugs, you know, and like I just told you, we've been conditioned to kind of expect them, which for better or for worse, it's just what it is. Yeah. You know, and and there, when the new Skyrim comes out, if you think that's going to be, you know, have no bugs, then you're out of your mind. Yeah. It's always the same. The, the bigger the game, the right. bigger the ambition, the more you should expect. And it's just, right. the na- it sucks, but it's the nature right. of it, man. If you, yeah. if you want a game of this scope optimized to where there's no bugs on day one, you just give them another year. You yeah. know what I mean? And, then you're yeah. still not going to get it. Yeah, I mean, it's just there's a there's a trade off there. Um, well, right. the, the problem the, is too. I'm sorry. Like, it just uh, the problem is too. Leading up to the release, it's just been, dude. It was so fucking weird, right? Like, you delayed the game three weeks because supposedly you wanted to squash bugs, yep. right? So yeah. in in this time period that you're squashing bugs, you didn't even release it to the reviewers in time, or at least you only gave it to the big name publication. So how did you have time to do all this? And give it to them one week, and it, uh, it the lead yeah. up to it has been, uh, you know, it's just, it's weird, you know. And like Dan said earlier too, I mean, leaving out the console versions themselves was very suspect, you know. And you know what? It, it's 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 uh, it's been obvious why. So, yeah. as much praise as we shower the game with, I I I shower the game with praise as a video game and for the design aspects and for what it does. Right. You know, I need people to understand that. Like, I mean, I'm not excusing the performance. I'm not excusing the bugs. I'm not excusing any of that shit. That's stuff that falls squarely on the developer. But uh, what I praise is the game and its design and everything else that what makes it a video game yeah you know all that shit aside so yeah man it just this sucks it's a very shitty situation hopefully they'll fix it you know like you said the witcher 3 when it released uh, initially was ran like dog shit too and now it's one of the greatest games of all time so um, yeah. let's have a little faith <laughs> we'll yeah. see. Yeah, so right. real quick yeah, um a couple things so there seems to be some issue with chat i see people talking about so don't know what's going on there if YouTube's having an issue, but I can see like our chat's not loading in our service either. So I can't even like pull up the super chats. Mm-hmm. Um I do I dare hit refresh on StreamYard? I mean you might as well. I don't know what that'll do. And Let's find out. It, it, it might take us off the live, maybe, but whatever. <laughs> we'll Ooh, fix it. Yeah, that's risky. That's risky. I, yeah, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. If something happens, I, chat, hold on one second. Hmm. Nope. Yep. So Mo, how's it going? <laughs> uh, only took him out. That's crazy. Yeah, just took him out. So now we have to rejoin him or something. I'm not nope, there. He's he right goes. there. Yeah. Yep, there he is. It, it only we took you out. Yeah, you just so... got kicked out. Okay. Good. Well, you know what? It fixed the chat at least internally here. So let me catch up on this. So sorry about that, guys. Yeah, we had a little hiccup here. I don't know what happened. Uh, Graham, thanks for uh, stopping by. There's his favorite potato. Peel it all away, Mo. It's not a potato. We are, man. It's not a potato. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Graham. And Pompa with his $5 foot long. Uh, You're all breathtaking, by the way. Thank you, sir. Always appreciate the support, as always. Um, So I think hopefully that catches up now. We'll see. Guys, chat, let me keep us honest here. Um, Yeah, I think uh, going back to what you just said, Mo, I think uh, the lead up, you know, as we all follow game development and know what these studios go through, it's very obvious that they were under the gun from several directions. They had already delayed multiple times. They've got investors to talk to. They've got, uh, you know, they've got obviously internal deadlines. They've got this argument about crunch over here. They've got bugs over here, uh, a ridiculously ambitious game. And at the end of the day, it just feels like it all came together to, to get what we got. It's a, 
Abs- we're going to get to the positives of the game here shortly because it's absolutely no pun intended breathtaking. Um, but everything we just said is a result of this this final kind of rush to the finish line and not having that, you know, truth yeah. be told, extra few months that they would have truly needed to make these things run better at launch. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't know if they would have been able to do it in an extra few months. I mean, I, I have if, no if idea. If they stopped scope, you have to you have to stop scope at some sure. point. Sure. Well, yeah, right. yeah, of course, yeah. But that's you know kind of why they're in this mess. They basically shoved as much as they possibly could in here, and it's busting at the seams, you know. And that's yeah. you know everybody wants more from their games. Everybody wants the next, uh, you know, Witcher Three, the next Red Dead Redemption Two. You know, right now, I mean, I'm loving it, but mm-hmm. it's also not revolutionary in the way that Red Dead 2 was to me. You know, I mean, it, and, and a lot of it comes from, you know, just getting blown away. When I pop on Immortals Phoenix Rising, all right, I'm like, woo, this game looks fucking badass. It looks so good. Yeah. Like, it, it pops. Everything looks great. Lot less going on. Totally understand that. Of course, so you know, but you know, you've got to also manage internal expectations as opposed to you know we're going to just put this huge game out that's going to blow everybody away. And I think it could be there one day. It's not there now. Not even close. So you know, it's going to be like it's going to be like The Witcher, like you said, Mo. It's going to be. And I was luckily lucky enough to not have to deal with The Witcher Three. Because <laughs> I was staying as far away from it as possible because I played The Witcher 2 and I was like, that is the worst game I've ever played. It's Stop. so bad. Really? <laughs> it's so bad. Like, I played a few hours of it, so man. Bad. I enjoyed it. Dan's review scale is like, it's garbage or he loves it. That's it. No, that's it. So I got past the tutorial yeah. right, in The Witcher 2 and then I was like, this combat is garbage. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, so I stayed away from The Witcher 3. And then we, eventually one of my buddies was like, you just got to play it. It's amazing. I played it. Couldn't put it down. It's the only thing I played until I finished everything, including all the DLC. Uh-huh. It was an amazing game. But that was after it was fixed for the so most I, part. I played it at launch. Yeah, I did not play it at launch. Yeah, it's, I, I don't know. I, I, maybe it's just my personality. Maybe, I don't know what it is. But I don't get as, uh, as upset about this kind of stuff as some people do. Some yeah. people will literally let bugs ruin their entire enjoyment of a game no no and and for me that's not me like i am absolutely addicted to cyberpunk we're talking about it i'd rather be playing it yeah um (laughs) and i I honestly and we've been talking about this dan too because i i played it on pc now uh my pc is is not uh top end but it's certainly no slouch and even Mm -hmm. on pc you need it needs some freaking power to run Mm -hmm. um it's definitely sharper than what I'm playing on Series X, but that's about it. Um, and now that on the Series X, as Digital Foundry showed this morning, you play on quality mode, turn off the graphical effects. Um, no, it still needs optimization without a doubt, but it looks damn good. And then the frame rate is basically locked. It's mm-hmm. 30, yes, but it's basically locked. And think about it. We played Red Dead 2 for hundreds of hours at 30 frames. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, we're, and I we're played 100 hours of Bahala almost at 60 frames. Oh, I know. Is, coming we, coming from Bahala right. with the Series X update or Destiny 2 with the Series X update, it definitely feels a little rough, no doubt. 
But I mean, well, yeah, I, I would think that a game like this, even in back. Hey, Mo, Mo, don't yeah. forget to uh, mute yourself when you're typing, dude. Oh, should shit. Be. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> 60 um, frames, 1080, you know, without a, even hitting a, having a problem on the Series X. But that's what it, it's doing. Digital Foundry showed that. It's it's like 1150p right. at 60. And, that, and mm -hmm. that's great. But then everything's very washed. You know, that's the problem I have. I think maybe yeah. if the HDR was implanted, implemented correctly, maybe it would be better. But I shouldn't have to go through and turn off all this shit. They're yeah. giving you the PC yeah, I, experience, man. Listen, I'm telling you. <laughs> we don't want that, though. That's <laughs> all I want. <laughs> like, hey, yeah, you can play this game, but you have to shut off all this stuff. And then, you know, also do a dance and then, uh, you know, jerk off into a cup or something. I mean, it, that's, where, that's where we're at. Dan, come on, man. That is where we're at. I don't. I shouldn't have to jump through hoops. The damn thing should work. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm saying that people are making it out as being this piece of garbage, oh, no, unplayable it's game. When it's not, there, it's so good. I'm taking screenshots that are freaking stunning. Right. Um, and it, and the fact that that's a one shot. The fact that, like, that that's oh, a 1x no. build, Dan, is unbelievable. I don't care what you say. You it's unbelievable. And look at what this looks like on my TV. Well, I don't care about your TV. You fix it. Mine looks good. <laughs> it looks, but everything else looks good. Why doesn't this? That's because, what I'm trying to get Because you probably didn't do what I told you to do already. I did exactly what you told me to do. It still looks like butthole. And, and, <laughs> but it plays great. That's the thing. There's so much there that I like that I'm pushing through. You know, I'm not going to stop playing. I just, you know, I should, you know, I'm not going to apologize for wanting a decent product either. You know, I'm not into some fucking. No, 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 no absolutely. No. no, I don't give a crap about them. I love Bioware too. You know what happened? They did Andromeda and Anthem. They need to prove to me again that they can. We're going to get shit. to them. Don't worry. Those bastards. <laughs> don't get me started. Uh, you guys have already started. This got way off the rails. <laughs> we're 20 minutes in to, and we're still going about bugs. Like it had to, because that's been fun. the biggest thing, you know. I yeah. mean, that's been the biggest knock on it. And it's important to again, you guys all you guys mentioned everything. You know, you can be mad at the game at the developer, you know, for running like shit and looking like shit, but that doesn't make it a bad game from a design perspective. And I think the piling on you know, by all these weirdos and, you know, the usual crowd, you know, the cancel culture there. It's, it's like, they want you to hate the game. They want you to be like, no, you can't have fun. That game sucks. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, it doesn't suck. I'm sorry. It doesn't, you know, suck. it doesn't suck. It's fucking, it's wonderful. It's fantastic as a video game. That's what I said earlier, you know, but yeah. The, uh, just I, needs I, a lot of optimization. Man, does it need optimization? Yeah, Jesus lot. Christ. Yeah, it does. Yep. Now I know how people who I never played Fallout 76, I wouldn't dare, you know, to even try it. But this for the game's people, running better than that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah 100%. But, let's not get crazy here and start calling it <laughs> Anthem or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is I know now people who really stick with something and, you know, because they're such fans of it. Like, I, I get it. You know, now I get yeah. it, especially the ones, the martyrs who stuck with Fallout 76 in the beginning, at least. Yeah, they, they must. Plenty. Yeah, but the, which was way worse than, than here. And again, oh, the yeah. thing for me is because my enjoyment is so awesome of the, well, the game is so great to me that I just, I kind of just put that shit aside. Like it hasn't been enough to hinder my experience. Do I'm I see it? Way. Yes. Do I recognize it? Yes. The floating cars or the floating guns and, you know, not being able, again, picking up loot and, 
fuck man yesterday i was trying to switch weapons and he used a stim shot i'm like what are you doing i didn't fucking press up on the d-pad <laughs> what are you doing so yeah, yeah i mean it's annoying but we gotta wait unfortunately we gotta wait and it sucks because we've been waiting for so long yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's the that's, that's the most frustrating aspect fix your shit cdpr yeah <laughs> yeah definitely yeah but yeah i, I yeah <laughs> i think we covered it um yep. so now that we've gotten that off our chest um Let's talk about, uh, you know, <laughs> things we actually are enjoying in the game. Uh, Mario, I'm sorry. Mariano said, is this the Grind My Gears segment? I know. I know. <laughs> and, and there's definitely yeah. a problem with this chat because it's it's not loading on our on yeah. our um, platform here. It's I literally loading. can't pull up people's chat on, uh, and on the stream. it's very, very slowly on the YouTube one. Yeah, so. it's, it's kind of a mess. I, and it's messing with our viewers, so that's not good. But, hey, you know, it is what it is. We'll continue yeah. the conversation. Um what was I going to say? Yeah, um, I, think, I think CDPR is actually, they got their hands into the YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Um, so I could go on. Uh, I've got a review to do on this game, which honestly, I, I don't know how I'm going to even attempt to start doing that. Uh, I hope you're taking notes, bro. There, I am. I always take notes for reviews, yeah. but there is so, so much to talk about here. Um, so I would say, you know, we could spend hours talking on this. So let's think about a couple things that have stood out to us, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the cool things I had was, um, I was walking up, Mo, you're typing, brother. Oh, shit. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> you can mute right on the screen, too, remember, right at the bottom of the screen. Yeah, I know, man. That's just, <laughs> uh, I'm just technologically defunct. <laughs> <laughs> I was walking uh, earlier just down the city and I get, you know me, I get lost in these games, right? So I'm looking at like the advertisements, I'm reading everything and I'm just staring at things and I'm walking. All of a sudden there's cops over here. You know how the cops will like have this like lined off section because they're dealing with something. Well, all of a sudden one screams out, we need help over here. And you see the cops all die. Like they all got killed. And I was like, what in the hell's going on? So I jumped over the line, which usually you can't do. Jumped over the line turn the corner and there's this cybernetic enhanced enemy, I guess, um, that uh, suddenly popped up and, and whatever, NYPD, you know, Night City, NCPD uh, wanted. And so, uh, yeah, so I started shooting at her and she was doing that thing where she's like teleporting, you know what I mean? Like doing the oh, quick God. dash. Yeah. And um, it took me a while to beat her, but I eventually beat her. And then I got the, uh, you know, the credit for helping the police. Um, mm -hmm. And I looted the hell out of all the police as well. Um, yeah, and her... Too. And got some uh, epic stuff, you know, and it's just like that was completely just me walking by that spot on the map um, that happened dynamically. It wasn't on my mission list, wasn't anything you would even know unless mm -hmm. you walked by there. And I think that's um, stuff like that you used to see in Red Dead uh, and Witcher as well. And I think the the really big open world games that do that well make it feel like the city or the world is alive by doing things like that. Mm -hmm. And it's just really well implemented. Um I've just been fascinated with it. Let me ask Brother. you: Did you get a did you get a notification when you walked by that thing? I know exactly what you're talking about because I did the same thing. I was walking by, and then the police came over my scanner thing and said, "Hey, we've got." Or no, it was a it was a it was one of the one of the fixers actually came and said, "Hey, this crazy woman is out here, and you know you need to go over there and take care of her." No. So I was told about that prior to going over there it was a mission for 
the lady with the eye patch. I don't remember her name was Regina. Um, yeah, yeah that's no, it no, was. it wasn't. I didn't get a mission for it. It was just yeah. a. Uh, it was like I watched. I watched the cops die, and then it popped up. You know, alert. She's the one with the electricity and stuff. Like, mm -hmm. doing uh, she could dash about. Yeah. 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 <laughs> those, are, those are pretty cool the, 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 that's the type of shit I was I, I love about these games right and the other th cool thing that I saw is side missions if you decide to do them you can't repeat them so if you fail them you fail them yeah like one of, one of the weirdest side missions I've ever experienced in any video game was when I first started and this isn't anything spoilery obviously when I first started the game when once the map opened up I'm like ah fuck it let me go explore. Let me see what's going on. So this guy, apparently his penis was burning him and he wanted me to take him to a doctor and he jumps into the, my car and I'm fucking and I'm driving and he's screaming at the top of his lungs in the passenger seat. Did you tell and him I you was, were a doctor? Uh, you know, I, I'm like, why is this happening to me? I'm not working right now. Leave me alone. So I, and you're, you have to drive him to a doctor or whatever it is. And I was still getting used to the driver's controls. So. I basically steered off course and <laughs> I failed the mission and I'm like, okay, I'll try it again. And it's like, no, you can't do it. You know? And I thought that was actually pretty cool because from a design perspective, they're kind of like, no, you get one shot at this. So if you don't get it, then that's, that's part of your experience. That's part of the RPG, right? Yeah. You're shitty. You fucked up. So you didn't, <laughs> you, so you didn't finish the, the mission. And the other cool thing is like you're saying, man, I mean, I had another side mission yesterday where either I go talk to, the 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 other main character your partner you know in case nobody's played it, i don't want to say names yeah well, there'll be yeah. no spoilers here guys yeah so it, it's either you talk to him or you branch off and this is part of this mission a side mission you either talk to him or you branch off and you do an optional part of it so he's the main part but then there's an optional part and if you go do the optional part you end up talking to somebody who gives you a mission as a nomad because i picked nomad and yeah. if I would have talked to if I would have talked to him, I wouldn't have been able to access that. That would have been completely locked out. And I thought that was so cool, man, because uh, because that is what entices me to play this game again. You know, for multiple play, you know, multiple playthroughs or whatever it is. So yeah. it's just massive, dude. You know, whenever you see stuff like this, and I'm only twelve hours in, so imagine, and I haven't even finished the prologue yet. No, I, I <laughs> so, could tell by some of the things you were describing. I was like, "Wow, he's still in the prologue." Oh yeah, man, yeah, the pro, and, and but but because I'm doing so much more, and I'm exp I'm 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 trying to slow down the story as much as I can. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Where when I'm forced to progress the story is when I start to move forward with it, you know, or like if I've done enough side shit where I'll be like, "Okay, yeah, it, it's time to at least move forward and see what's going right. on." Yeah, I, I usually do a mix. I'm well, just but... so immersed in it, man. It's it's the prologue in itself is like a contained story, and it's excellent. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it opens up more after that. <laughs> I've, so. I've seen the messages. <laughs> <laughs> That was fucking huge, dude. So I, I don't know about you. I know Dan's been playing a lot. I, I checked this morning, as you know, Mo, and, and on my Xbox playthrough, because I've played a few hours on PC, too. Uh, my Xbox playthrough, I'm now at about 28 hours, and wow. I've played a few hours on PC. So I'm over 30 hours in. I've done the Corpo and the Nomad beginnings. Uh, the Nomad is my main playthrough. Oh, you're uh, doing multiple playthroughs? Well, I was doing it on PC, so I could oh, talk okay. to the experience, and, and yeah, okay. and I did different characters, I did different beginnings. Mm -hmm. Beginnings, it's pretty shocking. Like, it's a good hour and a half, two hours that's completely different in how it mm -hmm. sets up the game. So, pretty impressive there. Um, 
but yeah, I, I mean, Dan, where are you? Well, you can't talk specifics, but how much time no, you got in? I probably got similar to what you have. Okay. Um, now I'm guessing three or four of those hours are me messing around with my TV slash. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 lev, what level are you? Because I was laughing this morning. I have almost 30 hours in and I'm level 11. I'm probably like there's two. There's, well, there's the main not one. Street guess, cred, not street cred. You're level. I'm probably 13. Okay. I think 12 or 13, I think. I know my street cred's up to like 17 though. Oh, you're, yeah. See, I'm at 11. I'm just wandering around. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just from, I think, the missions that I decide to do. So, you know, I, I've gotten more from, you know, different ones, I guess. Um, I love that aspect of those kind of games. Like Red Dead Redemption 2 did a really good job, you know, like you said, Ains, you know, getting just kind of walking down the, the road and then something random happens and, you know, all of a sudden you're in the middle of a gunfight or something. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, that's that's awesome. And when you when you can put those kind of systems in, mm-hmm. and and kind of be surprised, that's great. Um, as far as everything else, I love the sword play, which <laughs> so funny. And I was like, I'm not doing this because uh, like every time I do like a Skyrim or like a Fallout game, yeah, like eventually I end up just pumping everything into like body or whatever it is yeah. and just going to town on people's faces. Um, and I, I wanted to stay away from that and kind of, you know, go kind of do like the stealth slash hacking. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to pick up what the hacking is all about. It's mm-hmm. the skill trees are a little bit convoluted, you know, as far as like what everything actually does. And I didn't realize till like halfway through that I was, there's two different tabs or sometimes three uh, in, in your yeah, perks. Those are your perks. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So in your sexual skills, you know, I was like, Oh damn, I missed out on all this stuff. So, <laughs> so what I do is I, I kind of bank like certain amount of points until yeah. I get to a point where I'm like, Oh, I need to pop that door open, but I can't hold on for a second. <laughs> <laughs> then, like I don't automatically like level up. I kind of bank, you know, maybe five or six of them. Yeah. Getting a much more now, but, um, that kind of like the, the store play is super fun. It's not like mechanically great, but it's so powerful. Mm-hmm. Like it, it like I I wanna, you know, we saw those like in the, in the trailers where they, they get those blades. I want mantis those, blades. Yeah, mantis blades. I haven't gotten those yet. It's like you have to be level twenty. Okay. Jesus well that's Christ. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're they're <laughs> they're actually at the cybernetic spot. They're not like a um I've seen them to yeah. like you can purchase them and stuff, but yeah. you can't you, yeah, you have to unlock them. But I like I'll, I'll be I'll be sitting there, you know, like there's so much loot, like so many guns. Like I have like the inventory uh, management is so there's so much of it. I love it. Uh, what? Yeah, you love it. I, I it love gives it. it gives me anxiety knowing whether I yeah. have to sell, whether I have to disassemble, whether <laughs> yeah. what do I do with this? Do I sell yeah, it? Common, I don't even look at it anymore if it's like white or green. Sometimes green, but white, yeah, white can just, you know, it's in the, in the bushes. So it, I just go to town, you know, get everything. I don't care what I look like. You know, I just kind of, because I don't see myself technically most of the time. So I, I built, you know, I, I, I like the options. It's a little bit overwhelming, yeah. but it's still cool. And, and so the combat is really good, I think. Um, gunplay is good. I, feel I, like I actually not, really like the gunplay. Yeah. I really like it. I, I don't. Um, yeah, it, it's it's that. Like I said, it's not nothing. You know, it's just solid. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 It's not the revolutionary, but no, no, no. it's uh the fact that it you can you can navigate the auto lean around corners. Yeah. Um, you auto lean over things, and you can even build skills that are bonuses for when you're behind cover. Yeah. Um, and it feels weighty. And the one thing, not to cut you off, Dan, but the one yeah. thing that I could give you ten examples. I know we were talking about this offline. I'll give you ten examples of things that people are going to overlook in this game, like right off the top of my head right now. One of them is the bullet impact. So bullets um, depend depend upon not only your weapon and your skills, right, which is obvious, but then it also depends on where you hit someone. Um, there's a randomization counter to that. And then it's also your distance as well. Um, and then there's different pellet counts per gun too. So for instance, if I'm shooting someone with a pistol and you shoot three bullets in the same spot, the damage will be different all three times because sure. it randomizes every single bullet impact, right? If you use a shotgun, it's got like a, a spread um, and each of those spread bullets is individual and will wow. impact at a different point for a different damage and whether or not it makes contact. Um, and then there's headshot multipliers too. So you can do you can do critical hits in the body. You can do critical hits or you can do headshots. You can do critical headshots. Um, there's just, there's so much to the combination of how uh, combat can take on. That's before you even get to the tech weapons, to ricocheting bullets, smart weapons, all the other things that are in the game as well. Wow, nice. yeah. No, that's uh th see that's that's the detail that we were expecting for a game like this, right? This yeah. is the type yeah, this is the type of detail for because sure. Because there's there's some games where you get a game or gun, excuse me, and it'll say it does 20 damage, right? Mm -hmm. And every time you shoot an enemy, it'll be 20, 20, 20, 20, 20. Yes, that, yes. As soon as I see that, I'm bored. I'm like, I'm yeah. this game, no. Like you, you it's just it's boring as shit because yeah. it's just there's no randomization or RPG element to it. Mm -hmm. Yes, no, it's I just agree. It's a straight no coding action game at that point to me. I agree. No, you're right. The all the stuff I agree with everything you guys said. You know, uh, the 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 gunplay. I actually, if, the way I was approaching, I was like, you know, for a developer who's making a a first person shooter, you know, uh, for the first time, like their mechanics are pretty solid. I I really have no problem with uh with the mechanics at all. The one thing I don't that I'm hoping that the game does avoid is the the open world tropes or the video game tropes basically so what i have noticed is and remember i'm 12 hours in but man there's a lot of like helping the police side missions like this is the type of shit i hate about assassin's creed the the the, the fluff that's there just to keep you busy you know like i love help i love doing those missions because i know i'm i'm expecting good loot from them right but the thing is is you can't just be, you know, it, it can't just be, you know, if you're if you're on your way to something where, you know, you just start seeing the, the, the police thing flash, you know, because it's kind of like, okay, I know what I'm going to do here. I know what I'm going to do here. These are the types of things that I was, that I'm hoping that the game keeps or at least avoids, you know, uh, in the future, you know, when, when I keep progressing more and more, because I know you have to fill up this world somehow. And through eight years of development, I'm sure, you know, between the thousands of pages of, and the hundreds of thousands of lines of, of script that you have for all these side missions and everything and for all the characters, I hope that I'm already seeing it this early, you know, but I hope it, they, that the more I go on with it, the more I don't notice. I just think that's lazy. I hate that. Like, I, I don't like missions that are there to just keep you busy, you know, and that's why I stay away from a lot of open world games because there's just so much fluff. 
You know, if, if I love open world games when they respect my time and when I do these kinds of things where it's actually worth it, dude, like we were just talking about Immortals Phoenix Rising, right? The world is big. There's a lot of shit in there, completely optional. But if you want to get a chest, you know, and then there's a puzzle to get that chest that they make it worth your time. Like in, in order for me to do that, I'm just like, okay, like this was worth it. First, you feel like a genius after you do it. Yeah, you, you know? know. And then second, the loot is worth it. So that's the, the, the if i have anything about you know the open world itself like that's the type of shit because outside of that the randomization like i was just telling you some guy's dick was hurting him and i had to take him <laughs> to a doctor i'm like what is this man this is crazy like why is this even happening and why is this in there but it's there you know yeah. so the randomization and shit like that I, I i love it i i think it's fantastic so far yeah outside and of yeah, yeah, no, I got you. And and Dan, I'm sorry, man. You started talking about guns, and I cut you off and went on my little gun yeah. rant. So please Fine. continue. I, you know, it, it's it's there's a lot of like little things. You know, it, it's 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 the whole package. So you know, it's not just you know, yeah, it looks a little bit, you know, what it is. And then we've covered it. We've covered right, it. Hold on yeah, a minute. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting somewhere. And then <laughs> you've got these excellent systems in place that you know. <laughs> allow you to kind of look past some of the the smaller things the bugs cares you know like i said it doesn't matter you know what the only other problem i'm seeing is i, I did one mission for regina yeah i think and fuck it was regina. like a, yeah regina <laughs> regina um <laughs> it was in like a, a small little warehouse thing there were like i think six enemies total uh, on three different floors i go okay. in uh sneak in hack my way in you know, take out a couple guys, call it good. Still don't know how to air assassinate. Let me know if you figure that out. <laughs> Still <laughs> have it either, man. Yeah, if anyone in chat to... knows what button you yeah. hit to do the air assassination, <laughs> tell us. But um, I, I ended up taking out uh, two of the guys, got my stuff, left, done. Two minutes later, I'm like running around. She calls me. I got another mission for you. Cool. Back to the exact same place. And I don't know, and people were that I had killed already still dead, you know. And I was like, why, why am I going here again when there's such a huge, you know, choice, you know, open world to choose from? This is kind of weird. I know she's specific to whatever it is, Watson, I think, or I don't know exactly what. Yeah, I don't know the regions off the top of my head. Yeah, no, but yeah, yeah, but I would have figured there'd be more of them. I'm not sure why. I had to go back to that place. It made it easier because I had killed two guys already, which was great. Or, you know, that that's that kind of stuff is a little bit weird to me. Sure. But, I mean, it, it's still fun to play. You know, that's the biggest thing. It, it's not, you know, where it's to that level of, you know, it's so broken, you know, that you can't, you know, do anything. I don't know, man. It, th there are so many good things. I think once they get it all fixed up, like we said, it's going to be Witcher level quality stuff. Yeah, you know, and that's you know, what the, I'm really <laughs> the thing for me is honestly, I laugh at the bugs because some of them yeah. are so fucking stupid. Like you can't help but laugh. Like yesterday, I killed a, a group, whatever it was, like a little gang or whatnot, and one of them he died, but he's still standing up holding his gun. So I'm looting him, <laughs> even though he's dead. <laughs> 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 he's that he's just standing up, you know that type of shit. Like I laugh at it, you know, like it's janky, but it's funny to me. 
Yeah. So I, I, I wanted to ask you guys about this. And chat seems to be partially working now, it says. So we'll yeah. see. Hopefully it's fixing up. And Pong and chat, it hasn't loaded on mine, so I'll just say it. But he's asking. I was going to ask you guys how to air assassinate. I swear, I don't know what button does it. I have the skill unlocked, and I don't yes, know what do button I. does it. Um, I wanted to ask you guys about this, too, because I saw this perk. But I don't know you know, how detailed I get with this stuff. So I'll literally look at the junk I pick up. And I don't know if you guys have noticed, but you can find junk in the world off of bodies in various places right, hit, right, hidden. Right. That's mm -hmm. worth a ton of money. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of junk that's like two, three your well, yeah. euro dollars whatever the hell they're called yeah um so right. and i sell most of that when i go to the machine right but there's other ones you can get that's like 800 a thousand yes. yeah. so why would i want to dismantle that i want the money and yeah. that's why i did not load that uh perk yesterday dude you know what made me change my mind about it i ended up going uh, i did a side mission and i killed this lady and she had 750 dollar hoop earrings yeah 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 and i yeah, was yeah. like fuck that i'm not dismantling that yeah, exactly. i can't you know? i'm like no i'm not i'm not I get that it's a lifesaver from that perspective if you just want to keep uh, getting resources for the shit that yeah, you have, yeah. but I'd rather pick and choose what I want to sell and what I want to dismantle. Yeah. yeah. RPG, um, man. That's the best thing about it. Options. Yeah. I, I love the, um, the, you know, it. there's systems upon systems in this game. So my, for instance, my son comes down. I don't know if we need to cover, um, you know, I'll say earmuffs, but I don't know if we need to cover the amount of dildos in this game. <laughs> So many. <laughs> I've seen about 50 spiked dildos already. No, yeah, they don't stop. Believe me. There's only more of them. Um, so my my yeah, there is. My my son comes down the other day from playing, and he's playing a different build than me. And he's really going into the crafting and tech route. And uh he's like, Yeah, he's like, I took a bunch of components and a bunch of the dildos and I made my own gun. And I was like, What? <laughs> and he's like, It's amazing. And he's made it, he's made like a grenadier build where literally he crafts super fast, tons of grenades, and uh -huh. he just he literally just bombs everybody. That's amazing. Uh, he just throws grenades the whole time. Um it, it's Art. unbelievable. So I I just because when you build all these systems, which are very hard to build, right, and then you layer them on top of each other, it allows the kind of um, variety and and yes. you know the, the the replayability just skyrockets. And I think that's what we're going to see here. Is like you could play a second playthrough, um, and between mission variety, build variety, loot variety, um, you can have almost a unique experience other than those main story beats. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. RPGs, man. I love I it. I love them. That's why they're amazing. And this is like add, my, my, I'm sorry. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go no, ahead. No, 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 man. I was just gonna say when you add that many layers, you know, like like this studio is known to have, at least with because it's this is what really makes this game a deep RPG or a true RPG. Uh, and that's why CD Project Red is known as developers of true RPGs, is because they give you those layers, you know, where really like you're telling me right now, like your 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 son, he he made he made a grenadier uh, class, you know, where he just goes in and firebombs everybody. That's so fucking cool because the way I approach it is, is I try to do stealth. And if that doesn't work, guns glory. That's know? what I so, do too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it doesn't always work. Yeah. But. And then one of the one of the other cool things I like here is, uh, again, it's very deep. Um, and some people will like that. Some people won't. But you have your skills, right? Your core skills and your levels. Then you have your perks, like Dan was talking to, and there's mm -hmm. a lot of perks, right? Yes, and a lot of different bonuses there. But then as you're playing, you're getting not only experience, street cred, and all this, but you're getting experience for perks based on what you're actually doing. 
Mm-hmm. So like if I, you know, like I got a lot of cold blood or excuse me, cool perk points because I stealth a lot. I've assassinated a bunch of people. Um, you know, I'm doing that. And so I get extra perks for that because that's right. the way I'm playing, which is right. the combination. Oblivion is the famous one for having that RPG system where you whatever you did is how you leveled. Um which people glitch by like, you know, they would just run in a corner for hours to build up their stamina and run, you know, jump repeatedly to get their jump up. But this seems to have found that balance between actual leveling perks and adding bonuses for how your play style is. And I think that's just incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. So Dan, what, what, what's your build? Did you do anything specific or crazy? Doing kind of a stealth, uh, hacking build. That's basically it. So, and, and and I'm learning like all the ins and outs still because it's it's a deep system and you really gotta you know like I just saved up a whole bunch of money to upgrade a bunch of my cybernetics and yes you know, don't my, ignore those by the way yeah my system software or my OS or whatever it is the yeah, main yeah. one that was a huge huge difference and it was worth the whatever twenty five thousand I spent on it yeah. and and so you know it, now I'm able to go in you know, get this initial hack over wherever the breach protocol is, yep. um, do that. And now I can, you know, I don't have to actually fight guys most of the mm-hmm. time, or I can like stun them enough time to get over there and snap their neck or whatever it is I do. Yeah. You know, now I, I would really like, you know, to see, I, I haven't gotten to the point where I'm using like a silence weapon yet. Oh. Yeah. I've got one and I've used it you know, in combat, but it does me no good because I don't get the bonuses because I'm not hidden or in stealth. So I just usually just pause it real quick, take it off. And then, but I I've tried to, you know, in stealth, like headshot somebody yeah. with a very powerful weapon. It's not a sniper rifle, but like an assault rifle. And I figured, Oh, I just pop his head right off. That's not really the case. Even with like the 25% damage bonus. No, it more just, sets you up as getting ahead of the curve in the right. battle. Right. Yeah. I, you know, that I would like to see a little, you know, maybe I'll find, you know, a sniper rifle or I can find a look into that set of skills where I can silently take guys out from a distance because there's, there's time. I mean, you got to be fast, mm-hmm. you know, you got it. Like if you're going to hack something, you got to basically, you got to ping something, show everybody on the screen or on, in the area, you know, mark them as fast as you can. And then, Let's say you've got a group of three guys. Well, you got to find three things around there to distract each one of them because they don't all go to the same one unless there's a perk that maybe I can open up later that multiple people go to. So you like basically what I'll do is I'll distract one over here to this machine, this guy over here to this light and leave the other guy by himself. And then I'll go take that one guy out, zip over here, take the other guy out, boom, take that guy out. It takes a lot longer to do that kind of stuff, you know, but I enjoy doing that. I don't have to. And there's yes. and, and, and there's times where I'll I'll go in and you know I'll get caught and I just take out my sword and just go to town, slash <laughs> people's heads off, which is super fun too. I, you know, but I, it's it's fun because it works well. A lot of games that you play, like if you've got that many people in these big areas, yeah. it's really hard to stealth the entire area. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, like something like Assassin's Creed because there's no mechanics to it other than walking yes. up behind someone, right? And that's all you can do. Yeah. So and you know, like Assassin's Creed had the you know you can 
distract them. But it wasn't like this where it's like, you know, it's so specific, you know, and you really have to look and it slows down time a little bit. I don't know if that's a perk I got, you know, so that's called cold blood. There is a perk and there's actually an entire build into that perk. If you look at it, Uh, is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. There's so much I haven't even scratched the surface on. So there's going to be a lot that I, you know, I wish I could. I I don't know if, is there a way to respec yet? I don't know. I haven't seen one yet. They did in Witcher 3, but you, um, it was a potion you had to drink that was very expensive and there were only like 10 of them in the game. So they limited it. Yeah. That, that might be something I do if they have that option later on, but I'm going to stick with that. I'm glad I, I can stick with it and that it works well. You know, that's the key. You know, you can pick to be stealthy and go to Tsushima or right. you can pick to be whatever, but you don't have to be. And, and you don't have to be here, but it needs to work. Yeah, sure. And, and it, it works here. Yeah. You know, that's my biggest compliment to the game so far is that it, the systems that they do have in place, you know, to your point, Ains, they, they're, they're good and they work as intended. Yes. You know, so I that that's what's pushing me through right now. You know, I'm I'm really having fun doing that, that part of the um the game. Yeah, to me, uh and Steve in the chat, what's up, brother? Um, we were talking about this earlier, but it feels like the Deus Ex game that I've always wanted. Yeah, yeah, the classic Deus Ex games, uh even going back to like uh, the old PC and uh original Xbox, right? Mm -hmm. The classic one, it felt like you're in the cyber um well cyberpunk for lack of a better word right future um and you could stealth and there was rpg elements to it and this feels like that dream fully realized um and it's just it's amazing to me in fact you know we were talking about differences in play style like you just were dan um my son's friend my son is in a party every night of like seven people who play like destiny every night now it's cyberpunk and they just talk um and they're all playing and he said his one friend is just doing a a straight brawler build so he's 100 body and just melee and punching. Um, and he said, uh, he sent him clips of it. And it's just hilarious. He just runs in and just starts beating the crap out of people. Brute force, man. Yeah, yeah. I did that in Fallout, I think, yeah. Fallout 4. And yeah, it was, and it's, it's a blast. Yeah, it's you, just really cool that you it can was, do that. Because, like, I'm the opposite. I've put no skill points in the body. Zero. So, oh, wow. like, and I'm playing on hard. So, oh, usually wow. when I get in a gunfight, I have to be very meticulous around how I approach it because I can get killed in a, a couple of shots. Um, but I can do so much other stuff, right? I can open like every door. Um, I have crazy like abilities, like when I'm using tech weapons, right? I shock the living hell out of people, stuff like that. So, so there's just to get into so much you, variety to it. How are you opening every door if you haven't upgraded the body? Oh, no, you do. Most of the doors are tech ability. Okay, man. So oh, I, yeah, yes, 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 of course. Yeah, yeah. so Some like the, uh, the a lot of them that are force open. Oh. Force open is the body one. Yes, is, is to open it. Yesterday yeah. that happened. Oh, that so happened like for instance, I did a mission yesterday where, uh, again, no spoilers, but I was mm-hmm. I had to kill this main guy right into dance. Why I was like third floor of a building and I'm surrounded by guys, right? But there was this back door over here where if you had tech eight or higher, you could unlock it. And when I had to leave build, building, I unlocked it. There was a back exit to the uh, to the building. I literally just jumped off the rooftop, and I was like, "Peace, that's I'm out." Awesome, man. Yeah, that's See, awesome. Now, I've seen some doors that have that option, where it's like you have tech ability eight yeah. or body seven, or yeah, yeah, but, they have both. But there's also some that have only body. Yes, where it's like are. force open, and then I'm just like, I cannot get to that damn door. No. I think that maybe it was what Mo was talking about. 
but I, my tech ability is high enough to where I don't run into that yeah. problem a whole lot. But yeah. it's, it's really it's neat, super man. Good. I uh, my tech ability screwed me last night because I did a I was I did another side mission where you have to assassinate someone and I finish everything. I do all of the things that I'm supposed to do leading up to finding this person. And once I get there, you could just open the door, but then it says, "Oh, I don't have enough tech ability." I'm like, "No, I gotta come back to it. I just wasted a half hour." <laughs> you gotta you gotta pull those points, buddy. Oh, that yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, but there's, there's always, it seems to be, at least in most of the kind of actual side missions I've done so far, not like the random stuff, but, um, or gigs, they call them, right? You have gigs, you have jobs, you have side missions. Um, but there seems to be multiple ways to approach it. It almost feels like arcane, uh, you know, like a, um, Dishonored or uh, what do you call it? Uh, Prey. Like there's just so many different ways you can approach uh, accomplishing it. So really cool. I saw Pong in the chat said Contagion works beautifully on groups, which I think is the uh poisoning yeah um okay because i i have like the gas grenades right yeah, and that's been too. awesome you can just see it you know messing people up and they try to run and scream from it it's hilarious mm -hmm. you know it was awesome too i mean this is this quick quote i i was playing right before this and i haven't really used grenades so i had like 40 of them so i was like oh hell with that i'm just gonna these guys are on to me i yeah. whipped one up an escalator right <laughs> and it hit a dude in the head and it said headshot three points came off <laughs> and then all of a sudden it exploded and it was like a 300 point damage. It was so fucking funny. But that, that literally drives home my point, right? The only way that can happen is if the game has all of those underlying systems for that to occur, yeah. right? That just doesn't happen in a lot of games. I couldn't um, actually see it go up the stairs. Yeah. But I, no, I, <laughs> but I no, it was it's like, I, I told Mo the other day and I don't want to get, you know, keep going on this. Right. But I was fighting a mech. And I told you this too, I think, Dan, right? And I was like doing little damage. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to beat this thing. Well, then you you scan it and you realize it, it hit me that mechs are weak to shock damage, right? So then I pulled out my tech shotgun, started shooting it, and it's doing all these individual pellets, like I was saying, with doing shock damage. I One of the pellets accidentally hit a barrel over here, which I didn't even see, blew up. The, the impact of the explosion shot the mech this way, like the other direction which crushed one of my NPC friends and killed him. Like it just literally, he fell on him and killed him. And I was like, oh shit. Like he was helping me fight. Now he was just dead because of what just occurred in front of me. And I'm right. like, the capability for that to happen in a game is just awesome to me. Let me tell you something. The the bullet bending and all that stuff or the, the ricochet. Ricochet, yeah. That, that's that's later on, right? Like, I mean, not later on. You can get on, it pretty but... early. Um, so there's... There are certain weapons that do it, the smart weapons, right? And you have to cyber enhance yourself to be able to use them. So then you can start aiming at like walls and, and bounce yes, it. But yes. there's also other enhancements you can get where you can use those abilities without having the cybernetic enhancements. I got to pay my friend Victor a visit. <laughs> Victor Vector. I paid another that, Easter egg. I paid that. I paid that bastard back yesterday too. Yeah, I did too. I did too. I, I couldn't take even, it, man. You don't even have to do it. I just oh, you don't. Like should. Yes, you out of principle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, I'm glad I'm not the only one. So I'm actually. This chat's been a mess today, guys. But I'm trying to keep up with you guys. Um, yeah. So Punk says exactly. Shadowrun, great callback, dude. Shadowrun, one of my favorite games growing up. And uh, Deus Ex, uh, I've always dreamed of exactly 100%. Um, Pompa said, uh, how many tries did it take you to beat the twins in the brawl fight asking for Hassan? Oh, uh, that was so funny, man. How so many I, I haven't yet because okay. 
remember I have zero in the body. So I tried, and I'm on hard. So I tried to fight them. They kill me in like two hits. Like, cause yeah. I can't use any of my abilities. Like I can't use all the stuff I did no, my kill for. You so can. it's like, as soon as I go to punch them, I do nothing. They hit me and it's like half my health. And I'm like, I'm going to have to come back to this. Yesterday, last night I got to that one. I was in the chat with Mariano and Hassan. That's why he's mentioning it really quick. We get there. So I get there and Hassan's like, man, those guys are fucking hard, man. I can't do it. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Hassan, if I do it in one shot, I was like, you're going to have to turn off your Xbox and go to sleep. So I do it. And then he's like, but I'm playing it on hard. You're playing it on normal. <laughs> he's right, though. He's right. I, I am playing it on normal, but I thought that was funny because yeah. uh, Mariano did it, and I think, in his first shot, too. Okay. No, uh, no, they, they destroy me. And my stepson is playing on very hard. He's playing on the hardest. And, Jesus, like, dude, damn. yeah, it's no joke. Like, it really, really ramps up. So even on hard, I have to be really methodical about how I approach situations. But I love that. That's part of the mm-hmm. game. Absolutely. Um, one thing I will say to people, two things, if I could recommend, just hints if you're newer to the game. One, don't ignore the crafting. You can craft yeah. grenades. You uh. can craft weapons. Um, I literally just this morning, because I didn't have one, I crafted a, a good tech sniper, and it's badass, just with my common components or uncommon components. So make sure you're looking at the crafting because you can craft mods. You can craft all kinds of stuff. Um, and you can find blueprints all the way up to legendary. There's blueprints hidden throughout the world. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, don't ignore consumables. So yeah. consumables were really big in Witcher. I knew they would be here too. So if you get into tough situations and you're just trying to go in and just use your health thing, your air, um, start thinking about what consumables you can use because there's health regen, there's stamina regen, there's armor increases, there's all kinds of stuff. So it, again, it's all part of that RPG kind of experience no, I, right? I haven't i haven't gotten to a point where i have to worry about my stamina too much okay. you know uh but so i i use a lot of uh i've been using stems i the 40 percent stem yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that's kind of yeah. the most common one for sure dude because yeah. you find them everywhere they're clutch yeah, they're everywhere yeah <laughs> oh dan decided to join us Sorry. cool I had to, I had to pee. <laughs> no you're good dude gaz what's up brother gaz mo i was your beard hair <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit. <laughs> so uh as everyone who I think watches this show knows where uh game on is right after us, uh two hours after we go live, and I'm actually on their show today as well. So we'll continue yeah, the conversation nice. over there. All right. Um, one last thing I want to touch on, guys, and uh, again, no spoilers, but um I think that they've done a bang up job on character design. Um, when you talk about um Jackie, Judy, Evelyn. Um, Des, uh, all these guys, these main characters, they are beautifully written and animated and they, they feel like real people. Um, and I freaking love it. It just brings so much to the game. Um, Judy's my love. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Often for dude. Everyone's fighting for Judy. I'm good with Evelyn, man. She's mine. I'm yeah. Uh, you, yeah. You want the blue head. <laughs> <laughs> Blue's my favorite color. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway, dude, there's so much more we could say. Obviously, um, we're going to be talking about this game a lot. I kind of like it, if you couldn't tell. Um, I'm invested in it. So my review in progress is going to start this week, and it's going to be the first time we do a review in progress for Season Gaming. Um, Because, as anyone who's playing it knows, I don't care who published a review that first week. I'm just calling it out. It's garbage. You cannot review this game in one week with a rushed 30 to 40 hours of play. You can't, Absolutely. period. 
Um, so I don't pay any attention to those reviews. We're going to do it properly. Um, we're going to take our time with it. There's going to be a hell of a lot of time invested, and we're going to speak to the depth of this game because this type of game does not come along often, and it deserves it. Um, so anyway, that's what you can expect from us upcoming. Absolutely. Anything else you want to touch on Cyberpunk before we jump over, guys, to other topics? Dude, uh, we won't stop if we keep talking yep. about it. Let's, not, <laughs> let's not even kid each other, honestly. All right, so this one is near and dear to uh, Mo and I's heart, I know. Um, but we got the big big update from 343 this week. The, I would say the largest update yet on Halo Infinite, right? Um, it was a fantastic update. They gave us screenshots. They look incredible. I'm so hyped about what I'm seeing. Um, and I'm actually hyped about what they said, too. But... Um, it comes with the realization that this game uh, has been delayed a full year. Uh, mm -hmm. So it was supposed to obviously launch with Series X and S. Um, it's now fall 2021. Mm -hmm. it, you know, you can take that. They could launch in September, October, etc. Will they launch on November 15th to be the 20th anniversary of Halo? Who knows? But there's probably a good bet to be placed there. Um, regardless, um, I've got something I, you know, really want to kind of grind my gear on this for, but uh, throw it to you guys first around the Halo Infinite uh, one-year delay. Uh, Dan doesn't even care. Yeah, so, you I, mean, know, I know. I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> it's it's nice that they did that. I felt like there was a lot of self-awareness in the post itself about what a shitty job they did at the Xbox Game Showcase back in August. And I think it really sucks that you need to be slapped in the face in order for you to come up with you know, to, to, to be this self-aware, you know, it's nice. Self-awareness is nice. Transparency is nice. But at the same time, if you yourself didn't know the standard of your flagship, you know, or, or the, the, the bar that it has to me, if you weren't aware of that initially, but this whole thing, this slap in the face is what made you aware of it, then that itself to me is disappointing because Halo was one of the the pillars to me. It's one of the pillars of video games. So in order, there's no way that the fans of the series should have a higher standard for the games than the developers themselves. And initially, that's what it seemed like, not from a gameplay perspective. From gameplay perspective, I was happy, right? I'm like, okay, I like what I see, grapple hook, blah, blah, blah. But I, I don't want to dive too much into it. But, you know, we didn't get context. You just opened up the map and you showed me. All right, but there, but you didn't give context. This game needs a, its own 20 minutes. It's, it needs its own type of state of play or whatever it is, right? You need to show these because this is a flagship for you. This is the flagship for you. So you need to give it the time and respect that it deserves. And that was my problem with it is I didn't feel like they did that initially. So with these, uh, with these uh, updates, I'm glad to see it. It seemed like, dude, 75% of the post was really focused on the visual fidelity of the game. Uh, the entire post was talking about indoor environments and, you know, lighting and all this stuff that they're going to implement and how they're going to really improve. And I'm glad they showed the, the, the screenshots that they did. Those, yeah. They look stunning. They look and amazing. They're, they're apparently, everyone thought they were renders. The developer came yeah. out and said these are literally yeah. from in-game, not in-engine. Yeah in yeah. game he said this is what i see when i stare at my screen or something yeah. like that so uh i'm glad to see that they're working on it and i saw joseph staten as well saying like yep. when he his first week on uh on the uh on the project he played the entire campaign twice you know and he from a design span standpoint yeah it seemed like what he said and this is just what i I'm taking from him from a design and gameplay standpoint. He is very, very happy with where the game is, Yes, but it seems like a majority of what they're going to do is 
polish. It's exactly what we've just been talking about Cyberpunk. Optimization and polish, right? Yeah, but the thing is, is we weren't really concerned about optimization. Granted, it was a demo, you know, that they showed. We were just, you know, everybody's concern was like, dude, what the fuck is this? It looks like a, Xbox, a base Xbox One game. You know, like, I mean, this is something that you need to show off your Series X with. Yeah. And uh, this is, again, it's flagship. You have to show off your new hardware with it. If you're sitting here touting, you know, all the time, uh, most powerful console, most powerful console, and you can't show us that it's the most powerful console with your flagship title, that's a fuck up. You have to do that. You know, because it you 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 have you you have this title of your new console with you, and you have your other pillar of your of your brand, right? Xbox is synonymous with Halo, right? Yep. So if you have both of these and you can't make them coalesce together to give us the presentation that we were expecting. Then yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, again, it, 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 if just because I'm a huge fan of the series, which you clearly know, it doesn't mean that you know that they're that they're above uh, these types of criticisms. So I'm glad at least just to get back to it. I'm sorry, man. Like, fucking, I, I start getting emotional when it comes to Halo. I I'm glad. <laughs> I'm just glad that at least they are self-aware and they're transparent and they're letting us know that they're working on this stuff and they saw the concerns themselves. And if they need a year, that's fine. I don't give a shit. I'm not, I'm not in a hurry to play it. Selfishly, I wanted it before, but if it's going to take a year for you to fix it and with all the things that we've been reading and hearing about, you know, despite the rumors that they continue to squash. Yeah, man, I think this, the showcase itself really exposed the deficiencies in the game itself, or at least like the deficiencies in the studio and the things that were overlooked. So it needs a year. That's fine. You know, yeah. uh, yeah, that's 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 what I'm gonna say about it. I I'll take up the entire hour, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, I know uh, we always joke about it, right? Halo, not your favorite IP, but I, I right. you know, didn't know if you had anything to add here. Yeah, I just, yeah, I'm looking forward to the campaign. I really want to play it. Um, I've always enjoyed that part of Halo. You know, I'm just the single player guy. So, um, I, I'm glad, like most said, they're being transparent. They need to, you know come out and, and give people and the fans the updates that they need and that they want, you know, and this is a good one. I, you know, for some reason I'm thinking closer to November, December. You It'll know, probably be November because, 15th. That's the 20 year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Then there you go. Just do that. And you know, I don't know what constitutes fall or winter. That, well, that's, that's why <laughs> yeah. they say fall because it's yeah. like a six month period. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We've got two seasons now. Yeah. I mean, so. Bonnie Ross all but confirmed that it's gonna be coming out on the 20th anniversary. You know, she's like, "Oh, there's a certain Spartan who's 20th anniversary." Yeah. I'm like, "Oh, come on, just tell us the actual just, date already." <laughs> I just want my Halo Infinite Series X and my yes. collector's edition with a meaningful statue, and I'll be uh, happy. Yeah, yes. I mean, that's yeah. For me, it's I'm, I'm happy for the Halo fans for sure. You know, that's 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 what you need to see. That's what they wanted to see for a long time. Um, Obviously, you know, like Mo said, they kind of missed that initial thing, but it's who cares if you get a quality product and I've, I'm a big proponent of screw these delays, you know, now this one, you know, it, it just comes down to personal preference is basically what it is. You know, I really wanted cyberpunk back in April. Can you imagine playing that on your cyberpunk oh, console? my God. <laughs> Now you release an Xbox One X Halo console, you know, that looks badass. Um, and 
I mean, you're going to hit, I mean, if you hit it right there on the 15th, the 20 year anniversary, I mean, it's going to be like the perfect storm. No, it's going to be Christmas for, for us. Oh, for it's going to be like Mo and I, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to, yeah, I want to, I really want to dive into the campaign. It looks awesome. It looks, you know, they got that kind of like hub of the world <laughs> kind of thing. I'm down for it, man. And, and the great thing is you don't even, really you can do that without even buying anything. Don't even have to buy it. Cause I wasn't <laughs> so it, it's, it's, it's perfect. Yeah. Um, and and that's like you know we've always talked about Game Pass. It's, that's fantastic. I'm so yeah. glad I get to do that. Um, oh, and multiplayer is going to be free. Yeah. So you know because they're separating that out, which we've talked about. So I mean, yeah, really, absolutely. if you have Game Pass, you already have every component of Infinite, yeah. um, which is amazing. Um, uh, I'm sorry, Dan. All yeah. six, all six, all of the Yakuza series is coming to Game. Pass. We were we were going to touch on that. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> and how dare you interrupt Halo Call for Yakuza? Yeah, like you're you're on five minutes. I, 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 I had to tease him. No, you're on timeout. You're muted. Yeah. Five minutes. Well, let me ask you guys this. You know, and, and this was talked about a little bit um, on Twitter. Seeing what we did with Cyberpunk, we've talked about this before, Reigns, yeah. with the developing for older consoles. Yeah. Right. Would it benefit them? I know Windows Central did a uh, article on it. Yeah, it gets lots of hits. Yeah. Yeah. Would it benefit them to focus on the next gen? Not not saying not, you know, I mean, almost not even release it maybe on the older tech. I mean, if it's going to run like Cyberpunk does. Now, I, I doubt that's going to happen only because this is kind of an in-house thing. They've had access to all of this forever and they've yeah. been working on, you know, so I, I have much more confidence, which I never thought I would say in that studio in 343 than I do, you know, seeing yeah. what I see now. So what do you think that would be beneficial or do you think that still Ooh. we're at that point where it's just like, no, listen, this is going to come out. And I'm of the same opinion I, I've been. Yeah. yeah. There, there's benefit there. There's always benefit because sure. you're reducing the amount of development you have to make. Yeah. Um, so you can put those resources elsewhere. Um, does it make sense to do that? No. Um, I, I'm of the opinion that it's too far into development now to scrap yeah. that. And and you look at, it, it's not apples to apples, right? Cyberpunk is so demanding. Yeah. Um, so, so demanding. I think you can still make a quality Halo game for the base Xbox One because Halo 5 was a pretty big scoped game. It was an open world, but pretty large levels, lots of AI going on. And they still managed to make that run at 1080p 60. It looks um, great. Which is great, right? So, I mean, I don't think it's going to be the best experience, but I, I just think you've already said it. You're you're in there, and I think you can still make a playable, decent Halo game on that base right. hardware. Um, yeah. That's that's my opinion. My because my, look at sorry, Mo. One more no, thing. No, 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 please. Look at Gears Five. Yeah, Gears Five is a showcase right now, right? I would argue that we won't talk about cyberpunk on pc yeah, it's yeah. up here um but if you talk about console and next gen i would argue that demon souls and gears 5 are the two pinnacles right now oh yeah um, and, and coalition has did that apparently from what we've heard from their developers and lee perry has talked about this directly they did that on series x quickly it didn't take a lot of time um because the engine's there it's already optimized they just upgraded right they basically brought the ultra pc version over and then touched it up but Gears 5 runs great on the Xbox One, the base hardware. Mm -hmm. um, same thing. I, I think the scalability is there. I just think 
the example of CD Projekt Red trying to do this, trying to be PC first, yes. trying to push the boundaries of what has even been done, right? Um, it doesn't mesh well like we've got into already. We don't have to get yes. back to it yeah. of the base hardware. Yeah. Whereas an internal first party studio that already has tons of experience and has already made good games on that base hardware, it'll still be fine. That's my opinion. Sure. And I still didn't get to my rant about Infinite, but go ahead. No, no, man. I uh, I, I think Cyberpunk is going to change this conversation a little bit compared to how it used to be from before because, you know, this whole believing in generations or generations thing, we're starting to see little by little. It seems like Sony is going to approach their games on a, on a game-by-game basis. We know Miles Morales uh, obviously came to PS4. We know Horizon Zero Dawn came to PS4, and it seems like they're both Sack using boy. a lot you know, and Sackboy, but <laughs> specifically those games, it seems like they're probably going to use, uh, they probably used a lot of the same assets that the previous games had, which is yes. why it was easier to bring it. Now you're starting to see the separation a little bit between last, you know, between the cross-gen versions. Ratchet and Clank is only coming to PS5. Yep. Uh, Demon Souls was only PS5. And then uh, we know Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo, 7. Gran Turismo yep. now it's confirmed to be only PS5. So I think we are going to get to that point where the developers themselves basically tell the publishers that like, hey, listen, we are at this point right now where we can't do this, right? Like we can't sacrifice something that we want to be experienced fully by bringing it cross-gen. So going forward, even with Xbox, I do believe a lot of it is going to be on a case-by-case basis. I don't think everything is going to come to Game Pass as intended. And I think they kind of jumped the gun a little bit by saying like, oh no, everything is going to be cross-gen. We're going to do everything cross-gen, you know, between now and whatever. Because if there's any indication of it now, you are starting to see it. I mean, look, guys, whether we like it or not, there is a separation and there's going to be a separation. The Delta at some point is going to be too wide for the developers, at least, to kind of sacrifice whatever it is that they want, you know, or to, to, for you to experience by bringing it to the previous consoles. Sure. And it well, sucks, I think, man. I, I but... there's, there's a very stark difference in how PlayStation and Xbox communicate on this front, right? Yes. The reality is almost identical. PlayStation said, hey, we're all next-gen PS5 only. You get, you know, blah, blah, blah. This is a true next-gen experience. Then they come out quietly and say, by the way, you can buy Miles Morales. <laughs> and, you know, you can buy yeah. Boy uh, yeah, that, that on PS4. Off, you know, if you want a lot to. Of people. If you want to. <laughs> Xbox was far more transparent. The end result's almost the same. Because Xbox has already said Forza is only going to be on series consoles. Yes. Um, Avowed, Fable. Um, all these other games they've already said are only on series consoles. So I think Halo Infinite and maybe a handful of other less large titles will be really the end of Xbox One, whereas all these future AAA first-party stuff will really be just series only. Perfect Dark. Where do you think it's going to land? That's going to be series only. Only. Yeah, yeah. I have I have no doubt. Yeah. yeah because yeah. I think any games that have, been, that have been in development for the past like year or two, like you said, right games like perfect dark you know considering yeah. that the initiative is only what two years old not yeah. even so any games that are now still early in development i think will be pushed yes. to series x only and any games that have already been three four years in development those are going to be the ones that yes 100 so yeah it's yeah. it's going to come eventually i mean you know even like when sony said like oh we're only going to support the previous gen for the for two years yeah. and people were like oh two years two years i'm like yeah but it kind of makes sense based on what we just said what i just said Right. If yeah. there's games that have been in development and they're able to, sure. 
Yeah. But going forward, yeah, you want to satisfy because, man, you have to look at it from a business perspective, an average consumer perspective, and the hardcore perspective. From a business perspective, it makes sense. You can't leave money f sitting on the table. You know, I mean, I'm not going to even pretend to know how these guys operate, you know, because they're w it's way above my pay grade. From an <laughs> average consumer perspective, yeah, if you're the average consumer who's not who doesn't want to upgrade right now, you don't want to be left in the dark, and they also want to satisfy you. And yeah. then you got the hardcore ones who buy the consoles day one and want the best shit all the time degenerates like us you know <laughs> we're the ones that are just like no give me that power give me that resolution give me that performance i want it now fuck the previous gen i don't care about <laughs> it you know i mean so you have to satisfy all three of them somehow some way and i don't envy that position man it sucks <laughs> no and I, I think that's where i think xbox maybe made a little bit of a mistake in my opinion in that they should have capitalized that conversation more with their series s because that's what the S is there for, right? I mean, it's there to be able to push a lot of the next-gen uh, capabilities yeah. without the necessary big money investment, right? So mm -hmm. they should have, I think, capitalized saying, yeah, this is going to be series console only, but we have a $300 entry-level option, and it plays better than anything you would experience on, on an Xbox One, and, you know, do that. But anyway, again, we could talk about that topic forever. Let me touch on Halo Infinite real quick. Um, yes. And it's really more of an addendum to what you said already, Mo, is that mm -hmm. it's very clear that Halo Infinite was their plan for launch. Um, they had marketing deals in place. It's on the Series X box. We saw, what, the Monster Energy deals. We saw merchandise. There's new pop figures. Mm -hmm. Everything was planned for this game to launch in this fall, right? Except for the game itself. Except for the game. <laughs> Yeah. So, and that's where I'm where I'm addendum to yours, right? There there's a serious disconnect somewhere in Xbox studio leadership. If by early this year, by April-ish, right? By spring, yeah. basically, if you were looking at this game and examining it with 343 leadership, and if you guys still thought that that game was going to launch this fall. And you couldn't tell that it wasn't ready to launch, and to your point, be the showcase. There's a gap. You gotta, you gotta close that gap. Yes. Um, because that that's just a disaster in terms of um, in understanding what is going on in your studios. And as we well know, they now have an awful lot of studios and an awful lot of people, right. and they need more than anything. They need that to be a well-oiled machine. And what they know they can expect from these studios and the quality at which it's going to release. Mm -hmm. um, it's just mind boggling to me that no one in spring at the latest would have said, guys, there's no way this launches in the state that we wanted in with the Series X's fall. It's just it's not going to happen. Someone should have known that. Um, and if you do know that, then you wouldn't have seen half of the things we saw. Right. They would have pushed everything back. But for a game that big with that much focus to have to be delayed a whole year is uh, it's just not a good sign. And I know I've defended it um, from a Halo fan's perspective. The delay doesn't bother me at all. The game delays don't bother yeah. me even a little bit yeah. anymore. Not There's even. so much to play on a daily basis. I don't care how much you delay your game. Just make it good when it launches. Mm -hmm. um, but this is just this is a gap. And Microsoft leadership, if I'm if it's Phil's fault, I don't know. Phil's way too up there, right? There's just 50 people between Phil and the leadership of 343. But someone needs to be held accountable to say, how in the hell did you tell me this game was going to be ready for launch? Yeah, yeah. The, the hands-off approach only works so well and to a point. 
you know, it's nice that they give them the creative freedom that they want yeah. and, and be able to do that and just basically filter money into it. But be realistic on your expectations for when you're going to deliver this game and what state it's in at any given time. So, you know, yeah, you're right. I mean, there, there was no chance. And then you add, you know, COVID to that. It's just going to delay it even more. So, which you know, we, you're... which again, by spring, we had a handle on what COVID was. Yeah. Right. We knew, we knew the impact. So mm -hmm. they should have calculated that. For God, I don't mean to call out like I know better. Right. But for God's sakes, I, I'm a application manager. I, I do these timeline things. I know how it impacted us. And I can promise you, my project was a hell of a lot smaller than Halo Infinite. Right. <laughs> so, and a lot less money invested. So you're talking about hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. Yes. And five and six and seven hundred people working on this. For God's sakes, leadership, it's your responsibility yeah, yeah. to be accountable for those people and that money. And you've done a shit job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was that was really my point. The the you don't need backlash. To, re to recognize whether your product is... No, they should have known well ahead of time. Yeah, you don't need backlash to recognize whether your product meets the standard or not. If you don't know, if you don't have a perception of how good or shitty your product is, then you shouldn't be in the position that you are, it's especially 100%. for a game of this caliber. Like, if I was just, Phil, I would have had everyone on the phone and I would have been fucking livid. I mean, seriously, there would have been heads rolling. Yeah, man. There should have been. Listen, positive side of this. Yeah, We got crit. <laughs> We got what? Yeah, Craig. Craig, yes. Right. Not, you know, it's not all you know, doom and gloom. Craig, he's going oh, Craig away, man. Here. He's, he's going away. Yeah, they said they mentioned him in the in the blog they itself. They did talk about the him post. in the blog. Yeah. Yeah, they said because apparently his version in the game or, or during the demo was not like the actual one. It was like an early asset or some shit like that, or something wasn't loaded. Or they basically said like, they Craig basically is not said they look. didn't expect for the facial animation to be shown at that level because the systems that make it look really intense aren't even in place yet. Yes. So yeah, it just, just happened to be one of those great. funny, unfortunate things where the timing of that melee broke his helmet off and showed a face that wasn't ready to be shown. And now it's obviously in video game history. And now Ainsley just put it elegantly. <laughs> <laughs> he basically said, uh, he, he, yeah, but he I said mean, what it, I wanted to elegantly. I want a big Craig sticker for my Series X. It's right on the side. They really should, man. <laughs> I, they, it was good that they at least, you know, they at least embraced, uh, you know, from their, from their side. You know, they embraced the humor and yeah, the criticism. Yeah. You have Craig, to. So. You have to. Yeah, absolutely. All right, that's enough on Halo Infinite. Um, good chatter, though, guys, man. Love it. Uh, chat, Leo, I see. Bizzle, I see. Bomber, regulars. What's up, fellas? All right, let's talk about the Game Awards, guys. Um, we don't have to get too much into the winners. It's kind of many of us expected. Last of Us 2 ran away with it, right? They took Game of the Year honors, and they took uh, several other awards. Mm -hmm. um, so no huge surprises there. Mm -hmm. But we can talk about the games that were shown. So I think, obviously, one of the biggest was uh, Initiative finally showing that they're working on Perfect Dark, as we've been mm -hmm. talking about for a very long time. And the funny thing, Dan, here is that, you know, we've talked about Perfect Dark a lot. Um, and what we've said about it is, but imagine if they took the IP, started it completely fresh, mm -hmm. made it this advanced spy thriller to fill the gap of something like Splinter Cell with advanced gadgets. It's kind of this future thing triple a game and then they made joanna like an icon like an, an aloy but for xbox right mm -hmm. is literally exactly what they've done yeah. um if you listen to the developer q a which i did last night 
on Perfect Dark. They talk about Daryl Gallagher and stuff. They talk about the design methodology for this game. It is exactly that. Cyber Future, where there's gadgets, stealth. They even said no game is filling that gap right now in the industry, which they're right. Um, AAA, big budget, you know, giving really pushing boundaries of what the player can do in the world um, and bringing Joanna Dark back in a new kind of revitalized sense. Um, And so I think, I think this is fantastic. Ton of talent at that studio, like top, top, top tier talent. Um, Now they've got, now they got to, now they got to prove they can do it. Right. Yes, they do. That's the biggest thing. You know, I mean, you can show me, uh, you know, when, uh, when they showed the, like the back for blood thing and the guy came out and he's like, Hey, Screw that shit. Look at the gameplay. Yes. You know, that was, you know, that was a cool move. I understand yes. where there are though. You know, the initiative is not, you know, this not game's probably, not ready to be shown. Don't Craig us. Yeah. Don't Craig us. No, no, no. But what I Please. saw got me excited. You know, I, and we kind of knew about it. Um, I, you know, I would say most people aren't huge, perfect dark fans. You know, there's probably, there's probably a very small amount of people. But I think that's the good I, thing, honestly. Yeah, but yeah, I think I think it is. I think you you know you're gonna bring a lot of people into this you know into that world. You're gonna you're gonna you know introduce them in a hopefully mind blowing way, you know, to this character, and and that's fine. You know, reimagine the whole thing. Give me something fresh. I want to see what you know this is all about. It's first person. Is that correct? I think is what they said. Yeah, I, th- there's so much that can be done. Here, so I, I I trust them to do you know a good job. You know, you 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 they've got the the financial backing, they've got the talent, like you said. You know, now they just need the time. Yeah. So you know, I'm guessing at least 2023. You know, on the or 2022 oh, yeah. at least, oh, yeah. and maybe 2023. You know, who knows? Yeah. Whatever. You know, you you're pushing these big IPs out so far. I mean, but you have to, you know, and, and, but there's so many more. Now you've got 23 studios or whatever it is. And, you know, once they start hitting that stride, this is, this is going to be like one of those, you know, just like the icing on this giant cake of goodness. So I'm excited (laughs) for it. Um, Don't have to pay for it again. Yeah. Which is going to be awesome. You know, I just think, you know, I just found it funny that, you know, we, we talked about this leak a while ago. Right. And I kind of confirmed that, yes, everything I've heard is, it's definitely perfect dark, but beyond that, I think that what we speculated the game could be and how they would focus on it is is to the T what they're doing, um, which I think but, is just is fun because it's what we want. And and uh, if if the game ends up being pretty much how you described it, you know, with this uh, with this more serious tone or with this more um, uh, with, uh, less juvenile tone. Really? Yes. You know no. It looks I mean? mature. Yeah. yeah. If it, if it has that if it has that tone itself with uh with the whole espionage aspect of yes. it, dude, that's like right up my alley. Everybody knows I'm a fucking huge Splinter Cell fan. That's so a, we've been talking about that forever. This can yeah. fill that gap that Splinter Cell that Ubisoft apparently refuses to to make. I know, I know. But if they're able to put that twist on it, and again, you know, with the studio and the talent that they have and the financial backing, there's no excuse. 100 percent. there's no fucking excuse yeah, anymore yeah. you know so yeah. if you're gonna if, if you have a famous ip well famous to us you know so at, at least to, to people who have been gaming for a long time it's a well-known ip you're basically redoing it from the ground up you're probably redoing the story and every single aspect. it's brand new it's a complete yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. this is not going to be 
uh, the rares uh, perfect yeah. dark, like by by any means, and that's what I'm expecting. So, yeah, yeah, man, I'm. Uh, if it ends up being what you said, I'm all on board with it. You know, no I mean, we haven't seen shit. Granted, the, the 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 trailer was nice. I mean, and again, it's only been two years, but let's give it time. You know, that's yeah. the thing right now. We have to give time to all these games. You know, I I get, I get people being. You know, I get people being impatient and saying, like, where are the Xbox games? Why haven't they been coming out yet? Blah, blah, blah. But, guys, like, it it seems like Xbox has started really figuring out their shit within the last year to two years, right? Like, between all the acquisitions and everything. And it needs time. Everything is going to need time, you know? And we have so much to play until then. And I just hate hearing it over and over i know, you know? it's like, exhausting I mean, it, but the thing is is they really shot themselves in the foot they yeah. caused this conversation right yeah. and the one thing for me is i'm just like all right they're digging themselves out they've been doing nothing but but, but great moves fantastic moves especially this past year so we just have to be patient and we have to let it and we have to let it sit you know i mean you're looking at the playstation side and you're just like man like they just churn out hit after hit whether you like the games or not they're great right so i mean they keep churning out the, these games and they keep coming out and where's this and when is this going to happen and it's going to happen just because yeah, but that, again that found we've said it right that foundation for those games that we saw in the ps4 era began in the ps3 era it took yes, a lot of time man yeah and and I it mean, just wasn't there it wasn't there right now so no, so, I mean, we talk about Sucker Punch, right? They worked on Infamous from B when PS3 was out to get the Infamous game out in 2014 on the PS4, right? Took another six years to release their next game, right? And that's a big first party under Sony with a lot of money. I mean, it just takes a lot of time to develop these games, mm -hmm. um, especially if it's a new IP like Ghost of Tsushima or something like that versus, say... Um, Something like, you know, uh, Forbidden West, right? We don't know what that is yet. I'm sure it'll be incredible. I'm not knocking it. But now that's an established IP. You yes. have the character yeah, yeah, design. Yeah. That's the truth. You, you yeah. have those types of yeah. things, right? Oh, yeah. All of that takes time. I mean, fuck, man. They released Miles Morales two years after the original. Because, yeah, we know why, right? Yeah, exactly. So, that, no, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to back Which up. It can also point, be played on PS4. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, this is that one. Wise old gamer, what's up? Glad to see chats working finally properly, guys. It looks like it is on our side, too. So, good, good news there. Major anniversary today on this day in 1986. Transformers, the movie was released. This is also the day Optimus Prime died. So, I got to pour one out for my man. Um, that's sad. I did not realize that. So, um, but yes, I think anyone who was a kid at that time and saw that movie in the theater remembers that day. So anyway, that's about, that's uh, not mass effect. Perfect dark. Let's talk about mass effect. So let's talk about mass effect. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the funny thing here and, uh, don't want to get down on the excitement. So we saw the two teasers from Bioware, right? We saw both dragon age and mass effect, both teasers, both CGI, both cinematic. Um, we were just kind of talking about Perfect Dark because that's all we really saw from them, right? But we know Perfect Dark has been in development for some time and there's a load of talent there. Um, Mass Effect showed this teaser, which was a fantastic teaser, by the way. Mm -hmm. But even Bioware themselves has said, we're starting on the next Mass Effect game. Um, and knowing what we just said, how long these games take, um, I did find it funny to get a teaser for a game that is clearly not even beyond storyboarding yet um and clearly years and years away um which is something i know at times we complain about too 
Well, don't show us that if it's not going to come out in the next two plus years, right? Yeah. Um, there's no way this game releases before God. I would say 2023 is early, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Probably yeah. 2024 or beyond. Um, so I don't know. I just I, I'm happy to see the teaser. I'm happy to hear that some veteran guys are working on it. I, I'm absolutely adore Mass Effect. Um, but damn, guys, you're getting you're trying to build hype for something that is going to be I, gone for years. My opinion on this is the fact that I, I think uh, Bioware came at the at the Game Awards with both a Dragon Age teaser and Mass Effect, and they did this on purpose. I think they know that all of the bullshit that's been surrounding their studio with the loss of Dara and and Hudson, and obviously all the the, the fallout from you know, Andromeda and Mass Effect, you know, we've, we've, we've talked about this stuff before, but yeah, yeah, I think they know that the confidence level in their studio is at an all-time low right now. And how to actually regain some goodwill with fans is by hitting them at their heartstrings and releasing a Mass Effect teaser and a Dragon Age teaser to let them know, hey, guys, we're here, we're doing this, we're not, you know, we're not going anywhere. The funny thing is, though, is if you really... I agree with you to a certain extent, uh, Ains, you know, about it being far away, you know, and we really don't know the storyboarding. But one thing that really did. Uh, uh, so, you know, Shinobi on Twitter. Yep. So this guy's a huge. Yeah, huge he's a, mass massive. Yeah. So he actually like went and dissected the entire trailer and he put yep. like a 10 or 12 tweet thread. I earlier, And there yep. were some really cool things that he pointed out. And then he showed like screenshots of like Michael Gamble, for instance, somebody asking him about the two galaxies that appear in the in, in the trailer. You know, there's the Milky Way galaxy, and then they showed another galaxy. And then they said, they're like, what? So you're just going to completely ignore, uh, you know, Andromeda? And then there was, I'm paraphrasing, but there was something like, well, there was two galaxies shown for a reason, right? So, and then they show, and then he talks about Liara, uh, Liara's yeah. older face, you know, and how she has wrinkles and uh, how he's alluding to the fact that while this is a follow-up to Mass Effect 3, this could possibly be a, a, a few hundred years after. At yeah. least I, I don't know, right? Like, I mean, he's not he's not on the game, so I don't know, but he's just saying this as a super fan, which I yeah. do respect. But maybe they just came up with those concepts, you know, for the trailer. We have no fucking idea at this point, you know, because Bioware hasn't really given us much to cheer for recently. So yeah, man, I, I, I do agree. I, I I'm more uh, I'm more of the mindset that they did this for the fans to let them know that they are trying to write the ship and don't lose faith in us. You know, but as far as like how deep into development this game is, nobody knows. I mean, you just announced it a little while ago and you're early in concept building, according to, according to Hudson, a few weeks ago. So I don't know, man. Yeah, this is going to be a really long wait and see approach. Yep. Long, Damn. long wait. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's fine. I mean, I, I'm, we, but the thing is, you know, they, they announced it a few weeks ago, right? Yes. That, yeah, that we're going to, that they're doing another Mass Effect. The fact that they just, basically do a trailer together which is fine you know it was nothing special but it you know when they show liara at the end you know they, that was it for me you know yeah yeah the that's end. the big moment for sure right. i mean that's that's what you know that was what was missing from andromeda is that connection to the previous games you know oh yeah we just came from the Milky way you know what we're the quarians we still haven't seen the damn quarians you know, Bioware, you know, they were, they were left to, you know, there was DLC planned for them. They were there. They just left them out completely. So it, it's, it's stuff, you know, and then we, we've gotten Andromeda, we've gotten Anthem. I am still super excited for anything Mass Effect. It's just not going to, you know, now I know it's years away, but yeah. Yeah. Just bring it on, man. That's what yeah. I say. Bring it on. Where Something. are you on Dragon Age? I'm, I'm going to play it. 
you know <laughs> I, I love dragon age too you know i mean that's that those are those are some of my favorite games the first yeah. one was amazing the second one was all right yeah and then, like the second one was rushed we talk about development time all the time the second yeah. one was rushed and it and showed just uh, the only thing i want is for ea to give bioware just carte blanche just go and do whatever the hell you want build it however you want don't we're not going to make you use the frostbite engine like we did before <laughs> because you know do they really whatever. have? Do they really have a choice at this point with all the recent fuck ups in the last few years? I mean, I I mean what, what other option are you going to go to besides like, hey, do the creative freedom, do whatever you want, because right. that's going to be it the is only EA. way. I don't know. I know, man. That's the thing. You know, I mean, that's the biggest thing with these guys right now. You've got to bring, you've got to inspire that confidence with your audience, and literally ea hinders that just by being ea so <laughs> like that's like you're already like you know 12 feet under so you gotta you know just like ea kind of come out and say listen we're just gonna let bioware do whatever they want we're just gonna fund them with uh one percent of our fifa money and yeah. and just go to town you know and that's all they'll need and they can do whatever they want use whatever engine license whatever you got to do do what you have to do to make this game for the fans but make it good yeah. You know, you just want a bunch of fan service either. Just like, hey, look, there's, you know, that one guy that I remember seeing, you know, 100 years ago or whatever it was, you know, and <laughs> that's not what I want. I want, you know, you know, I, and I don't need Mass Effect 2, 2's beginning either, you know, like bring back Shepard from, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if they go that far, we're going to. I'm all for it, man. Bring him back. <laughs> so are we, are we in a, are, are we in agreement that putting Anthem 2.0 aside, yeah, uh, are we in agreement that really, for Bioware, the next Dragon Age or Mass Effect are it? Either this yeah. rejuvenates yeah. the company and is successful and they get that reputation back, or if these land flat, Bioware's done. Yeah. And, and they may still be a company, don't get me wrong, but I mean, from a fan perspective, I yeah, think the, it, if they release two more major games in these series... That fall flat, I think it's going to be. I'm done with these guys. Yeah, yeah I think it's to. fair. Yeah, I think it's fair to, to assume that, especially because these are your, your what two biggest IPs at this point, you know, for the studio. So if you fuck these up, where are you going to go from there? Did who's going to forget trust about you? Anthem? Yeah, I know, I know, <laughs> man, I know. But who's going to trust you? Who's going to who's going to have any confidence in buying your products? You know, you're going to be relegated yeah. to making pachinko machines. So, that's exactly <laughs> so they're going to get Konami'd. Whoa, hundred percent. You know, I mean, you can't. Like, I mean, this is it. This is it. Yeah. They have to, you know? Do so well, if you want to take 10 years to make the next Mass Effect, that's fine. I'll play it when I'm 47 years old, but just <laughs> fucking do it right. You know I mean? I don't give a shit. Dan's like, it comes out next year? Oh, man. All right. Let's get... <laughs> Some other games jumped out to me, too. And if you guys have some you want to talk about, because there's, there's too many games to talk about that were shown, yeah. right? We can't talk about all of them, but just a couple other notables. Um so a couple ones that exist. We talked about all the use. The re, the remaining Yakuza games are coming to Game Pass in 2021. Yeah, Did they give a date, guys? I didn't see a date. They're they're going to be staggered. I think the first three are coming. Or I'm sorry. Uh, so the first three are already available, right? Kiwami one and two. I think three, four, five are going to come by themselves, and then six. I think because of the PlayStation exclusivity, because it's still Song of uh, of whatever. Well, I forgot what the the, the rest of the subtitle is, but. That one, I think, because of the PS4 exclusivity, I, once it I, it's coming in March, I believe. 
Okay. So six is going to be separate than three, four, five. Okay. Three, four, five are coming once, and then six is coming on its own. Fair enough. So yeah, those games, three are the remastered versions. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're all one package. Uh huh. So the Yakuza games are coming to Game Pass. Awesome. Um, Flight Simulator, which we've been waiting to hear about, is coming to Series X and Series S in summer. Um, notable exclusion here: base Xbox One. So going back to what we talked about, right? There was conversation early on that a lot of the heavyweight programming in Flight Sim was being done in the cloud and off the the load of the core machine. But I think based on the PC release, we can see that it's still a very demanding game, um, which I know, God damn, we talked about a long time ago, even with Bert, I think, uh, that long ago that, you know, it would be, I, I was of the camp that if it's being done in the cloud, like they say, the Xbox One version is still very feasible. But based on what we've seen after release, I don't know if that's still true. So I did find it kind of funny that they said this is a uh, Series S and Series X only right now. Um, and then Disco Elysium. Uh, is coming to consoles in 2021, including um, Switch, PS, uh, PlayStation, and Xbox, which is cool, in a final cut form, which uh, adds some new missions and some new nuances to the game. So uh, I can't wait for that one, man. I've been I've been eyeing that game for how long has it been on PC? For like two years now? Uh, or not a little that more? long. I played it earlier this year on PC. Is that how long? I could have sworn it's yeah. been like two years. When did they win? Game of the year and which award show? Wasn't it 2019? 2019 they won. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's been out for at least a year, for at least one yes, year. Yes. Man, yes. I was so happy to see that because I've been waiting for it to. I could play it on PC, but I just I don't want to. Yeah. That's another conversation. It's a very yeah. interesting. Game. I know. I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, naturally, you get all these big premieres and releases, and Nintendo comes out and says we're porting Mario 3D World from the Wii U to the Switch. Yep. Um, it'll probably sell more than any other game we've talked about. Uh, <laughs> um, that's and, exactly uh, what's gonna happen <laughs> yeah yeah and, and sephiroth is uh is joining smash which was i guess big news for smash fans mm-hmm. um so the only other game i want well two other games i want to talk anything on that guys before i just jump ahead. dude yeah there's a game called uh i'm sorry it's so God, crimson I can't desert find... yes yeah See, i got you it's amazing man holy shit where did that come from yeah, it looks it choppier than hell though oh yeah it, it's okay it's yeah, not optimized that, it at all, so but it looks good. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it looks like a dream game, man. If that can be done properly, holy yeah. shit. It just snuck up out of nowhere. And I'm like, yo. It, okay. it, I was watching it and you could hear the music and you saw the gameplay and the, the character designs. I'm like, well, shit, they weren't inspired by The Witcher at all, were they? Like, it looked very, <laughs> very reminiscent. Um, but yes. it looks fantastic uh, despite being unoptimized. So oh, yeah. uh, we'll hear more about that soon. I'm pumped about that. And then Returnal is a big one for me. Oh, um, yeah. oh, PlayStation yeah. 5 exclusive from uh, Housemark. Um, those guys are solid developers. We've talked about yes. it before. So yes. that game looks uh, looks really, really cool. It comes out February or March. I can't remember off the top of my head. So uh, March. March. Okay. Yeah. Looks yeah awesome. House uh, Returnal looks fantastic. And then obviously you have Housemark's, uh, you know, their, 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 their particle effects, which they've been known for since, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Since, you know, since Resogun. So they, uh, it looks fantastic, dude. I don't know what kind of spin they're going to have on it. I know there's some time manipulation, or yep. if you die, everything, one of the concepts is when you die, it, it has like a just completely different world uh, regeneration. So you don't fight the same enemies or oh, it's procedural. Yeah, that's sorry, man. Yeah, I'm just really fucking slow today, but it is it is procedural. <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. it looks fantastic. It's really one of my most anticipated, at least on the PlayStation side for sure. Yeah, 
Um, Leo says, where's my news on Borderlands 4? Borderlands 3 took them like eight years, man. Like, uh, I wouldn't hold your breath for Borderlands 4. Oof. <laughs> they yeah. haven't even released the, the rest of the season past two for Borderlands 3 yet. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, anything else from Game Awards, guys, that jumped out to you? I no, I don't really, you know, I mean, uh, we were, we talked about the, you know, the game awards from before. Um, I don't look the, I think they're cool that they exist. You know, I mean, I, I think it's cool that we have something to at least watch every, every year, whether you care about the awards or not. I don't really care about them. Really. I really care about the reveals and look at the games that we were talking about. That's really why I watched the show. And, yep. you know, whether you love or hate Keely. That's fine, you know, but the thing is, is it's really cool that he does something like this and he puts it together. I wasn't really a big fan of having celebrities. I don't need celebrities on a video game show to make me feel better about the medium, which I absolutely love, right? Like, I mean, I don't I don't need Christopher Nolan, despite the fact that I'm a big Nolan slappy, as you and I have talked about. Yeah. I don't need him coming to validate my feelings for video games so I can say like, ooh, Christopher Nolan. Like, I don't fucking care. I don't care about Gal Gadot and every other... And every other celebrity there to make me feel better about playing games. Bring somebody like Henry Cavill. Like, despite the fact that he's a celebrity, he's a fucking gamer, man. He even streamed himself putting his PC together. You know, that's the type of shit that people like. You know, not yeah. this, like, uh, cookie-cutter, you know, like, oh, let's just bring a celebrity to announce a uh, an award. I I'm not down with that at all. Like, I, uh, you know, that that's, like, one of the aspects I don't like when they force these things together. Just make it more natural from that perspective. And then in terms of the awards themselves... You know, again, uh, whether everybody wants to say that they're more leaned, uh, you know, uh, towards PlayStation or whatever it is, or whether they dominate every year. I mean, look, guys, this is the way it's fucking been every year. You know, goes back to the conversation we had. If you don't like a specific kind of game or if you don't like a specific kind of genre, it doesn't mean that it's a shitty game or it's a bad game. You can hate whatever that you can hate The Last of Us 2. You can hate Ghost of Tsushima. You can hate Demon's Souls, whatever the hell it is, but that doesn't make them bad games. So if these are if these games and remember, people always seem to forget that the board itself is varied, right? Different companies, different CEOs. Fuck, even Phil Spencer is on the board, right? Yep. So the games that get voted in are are pretty much like the best games of the year. And whether that and whether the best games of the year, two or three of them fall on the on the on the Sony side. If you're not a Sony fan, whatever, right? But nobody's gonna say Final Fantasy VII remake is a bad game. Nobody's going to say Ghost of Tsushima is a bad game. <laughs> I, I, I got bored with Final Fantasy VII Remake, but I would never say it's a bad yes, game. I, know, I'm I didn't even like Breath of the Wild, and I would never dare to say it's a bad game. You know, like because <laughs> it's not. I just It just didn't fall into my taste. So it is what it is at this point. And once that balances out, once you start having more on the other side, on the Xbox side, when, they're bring, when they start bringing the games, then okay. Then I guess that conversation can kind of disappear. But at least for now, this is fucking reality. Whether you like the games or not, they're going to be there. <laughs> Gaz is giving you a warning. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Gaz, Gaz knows too. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, it's, it's all fair. I think uh, I know Dan loved Keeley's shoes first and that foremost. That fucking guy. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You shouldn't have said anything. Fuck his shoes. And Mir looked awesome. That was all what I took away from the, the what looked awesome. Mir, replicant. Oh, oh okay, the, yeah, yeah. Sorry, very, sorry, very sorry. That's the only two things. I mean, everything else was there. It was great. Mass Effect, obviously, all the stuff mm -hmm. we talked about. Mir is the other thing that I really, really enjoyed. Um, super looking forward to that. And then, fuck those shoes. <laughs> what about Lego Star Wars, Elu? Stop it. No more Lego Star Wars talk. 
Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't really have anything else. I think uh, was it lunch. I think said uh, Callisto Protocol off the top of my head. <laughs> I, I I remember seeing the trailer, but I, I've got to go back and watch it again. That's the one from the Dead Space guy. Glenn Schofield. Yeah. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. the scariest game ever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Said. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a um, hard pass for Dan. No, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll review that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, and to, I think Elu said too the game. The, the show is just long. <clears throat> Excuse me, it's long, right? It just goes on and on and on. And I think they could be a little more concise with it, but hey. All right. Real quick, I want to. God, man, I'm all tripped up. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I have a, I have a cyberpunk mask that you know you can wear if you're. <laughs> <laughs> let me touch on MPD real quick. Um, I'll just throw all these stats out, and then you guys can let me know. But <clears throat> Switch, the Switch is still crushing it. PlayStation Five, Series X, Series S, they come out. Switch doesn't care. Um, Switch is now the best-selling piece of hardware for 24 straight months, so two years straight, which is a new record in the U.S., um, breaking uh, Sony's record. The PlayStation 5 set the record for the most overall revenue at a console launch. Very cool. Um, Series X and S broke the Xbox record globally for launch for Xbox, mm -hmm. but not in the U.S. The Xbox One actually launched selling more. Um, and we talked about that a little bit. That, I think that's primarily because of how popular the 360 was, right? Mm -hmm. It came in just like we saw PS5. PS4 was so popular. Sure. PS5 did really well. Call of Duty was the best-selling game in November, which now makes it the best-selling game in its launch month, so whatever month it launches in, for 13 years in a row. Essentially, two full generations they've owned their launch month. Fucking disgusting. It's fucking ridiculous, man. It's nuts. Uh, and what I told Mo the other day, Dan, is could you imagine if Cyberpunk actually released in November too? Like, that would have been interesting yeah. to see. It's just sustained mm. dominance. <clears throat> Overall spending uh, in 2020 was 34% higher than 2019, mm -hmm. which was partially expected because of new consoles, right? Um, but, uh, yeah, just crazy. And then, just to add on, this is not MPD, but this came out. So CD Projekt Red came out and announced they had over 8 million pre-orders. Pre-orders for Cyberpunk. Bro. Which means probably in the first week, they'll probably cross 10 million in sales. Uh, in unit sales, and that they were profitable. Think of this now. Seven-year development cycle, several hundred people, probably a couple hundred million to make this game. They were profitable on the game on day one. Yeah. yeah. That's makes just, me sick to my stomach. That's incredible. Sick to my stomach. My and think God. about that, right? The profit that is made by Grand Theft Auto is from online, uh, where they make billions and continue to seven years post-release. Uh, Cyberpunk's multiplayer doesn't even release until 2022. Mm -hmm. This, uh, I mean, you're you said eight million. This is eight million pre-orders. Pre-orders, not without sold without people who are buying it now yeah. off the shelf. Exactly. So you're yeah. looking at a minimum 10 million launch easily. Yeah. You know, and then on top of that, of those eight million pre-ordered, 4.72 were on PC. 4.72 million Which and 3.28. Isn't that fucking crazy? That just goes to show how the PC crowd, they basically, they reward CD Projekt Red's, uh, uh, you know, their loyalty to the PC fans. <clears> but they also reward them back. That's, I, I was, I was stunned when I, when I saw that number. Yeah. And the funniest thing about that is that, um, what do you call it? Uh, 
Shadowlands came out just several days prior saying, hey, we sold 3.7 million copies, fastest selling PC game of all time. It broke Diablo 3's records. The Project Red, Cyberpunk came out and slaughtered it. I mean, just blew it away. So Yeah, it's, it's insane to me that they, they can pull that off. And yet we're here, you know, they're making a profit already. 24 I mean, it, hours, man. That's insane to me. I'm yeah. probably going to buy another copy I, of it. I think between, I think oh, between Mo and I bought like ten copies. Yeah, yeah. that's been pretty. Did bad. you get? Did you get the Stadia version though? I heard that runs actually just as good <laughs> as our super consoles. Yes. So I'm I'm picking one up because they've got a deal going on. Uh, I just I played it on my. I told you I played it on my PC and like yeah, it's sharper, but um, it's just not worth it. It's not my PC anyway. Now if you're right. playing on a top PC, it's different. My PC, it's not noticeable enough to where I'm gonna sit here and play versus home theater because the sound oh, no. in that game yeah. and play on the OLED and the 65. I'm not gonna do all that just to play with slightly better resolution. It's just not gonna happen. Mm -hmm. But that's me. Everyone makes their own decision there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's just crazy. So anyway, I think we kind of already covered grinding our gears throughout this episode. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, we covered a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> So I was going to touch on, you know, just currently playing, obviously, Cyberpunk, 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 and we've kind of talked through that. But anything else you guys want to touch on in terms of, you know, what you're playing right now, anything that you're focused on? That's that, it, man. That's really all I've been playing, aside from Immortals. And okay. then, then I got kind of shut down because Cyberpunk came out. Yeah. So. yeah. I will say, honestly, I swear to God, I really, if if you're not into cyberpunk and you really want an open world game that's well optimized and beautiful and has tongue and cheek humor and has excellent gameplay, really the game that was overlooked is Immortals Phoenix Rising. And I think you really should check it out because it's been one of my surprises of the year. And it really sucks that I had to put it down because I was having yep. so much fun with it. I was enjoying it. That's the first time I put down a game and I'm like, fuck, man, I don't, I, I don't want to. You yep. know, so it really speaks volumes about it to me. And I will definitely get back to it. Just uh, not anytime soon. You know, I'm being realistic because cyberpunk is going to own my life right now. So that's it that's is, it, it is what said. it is, like, man. Yeah, we, we talked about it so much of like, why didn't they push this? Because I didn't buy it because of that reason. I knew, yeah, you get a week, but a week in a big game like that is nothing. Right. So there's no way I was going to start that game for five hours and then just try and come back to it in six months like, well everybody was saying it was like oh it's much shorter than assassin's creed or watchdogs it's not i spent 20 something hours on the first two areas geez. and i'm not even close to being done mm -hmm. and it was but it was fun like, yeah it's so much you know that's that's what we get away from you know, in this stupid that, hobby. you know we, we 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 always talk about you know these graphics that you know or or systems or npd but you know when it comes down to it man you got to bring out a game that's fun you know that's why we play it we don't play it to sit here and dissect it you know 15 different ways i think know, that's, that i think that's the exact point i was alluding to with the <clears throat> conversation on cyberpunk and it not the performance not being where it needs to be and the bugs and stuff is like yeah i agree yeah, with all that. of that that's not that's that's a fact right but i'm still enjoying the shit out of playing it so at the end of the day that's what it means for me if i'm engrossed right. in a game yeah, I, I get all the complaints, but that doesn't mm -hmm. define the experience for me. It's not going to derail it. It's not going to derail your enjoyment of it at all. It's really yeah. not. Nope. Yeah. No, Immortals is super fun. I'm, I'm... And the one thing I will, last thing I'll say about Immortals is the fact that this is somebody who did not like Breath of the Wild at all, but this game, I love. So, oh, yeah. you know, all the Breath of the Wild gatekeeping can kiss my ass. You know, Breath of the Wild isn't the only game that, that is allowed to do 
certain concepts or whatever. It copied concepts from other games, and this game copied concepts, a lot of concepts from Breath of the Wild, but you know what? They resonate with me better than Breath of the Wild did, and I'm a huge Zelda fan. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's because yeah. Breath of the Wild didn't mm. do much right, but moving on. For mm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Gaz fucking comes and kills me, man. <laughs> yeah, Gaz is getting mad at you. Um, uh, anyway, um, yeah, man. So uh, the other thing, uh, I finished Sackboy. Uh, there's still stuff nice. I want to do in the game, but I wanted to finish it before Cyberpunk, and I'll just echo it for the last time, I promise. Probably not. Um, please play that game. Please play it. It's fantastic. If you like platformers, there's no excuse not to play that game. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> yeah. Dan, anything else you want to touch on, man? That's it, man. I got you know. Apparently, the the patch is out. Hotfix is up on Xbox for Cyberpunk. Everybody. Yeah, I am at a point where I really hope it doesn't make me update it because I am mid mission, so like, like, like mid like not end mission. And I just looked at my saves a second ago. And it is not going to be pretty if I have to restart this. So I'm hoping I can so finish this. This isn't, this isn't really a this isn't really a hot fix because Hassan was just saying that he downloaded it. It's a patch because hot fixes are usually server side. Yeah, you well, know. So, true, but, yeah. but it's but it's actually being downloaded. So yeah, I guess it's a patch. We'll yeah. see. Bring it on. Because it probably has to, probably has to reside on your local machine. Do that. Yeah. All do right. it. All right, so uh, before I uh, let me talk about a few things here, Mo, before we get to uh, where we can find you. So, uh, Sackboy review, I was just talking about the review of it is up. There is also a great article from Angela um, on Last of Us 2 and the controversy surrounding that game. Yeah, Mo, love to see it. <laughs> um, and the controversy surrounding that game, I think it's a fantastic article and, and calls out, yes, it's an incredible game, but there are some valid complaints that people do have and why they feel that way. Please check that out on the mm-hmm. site. Um, there is also, I also wrote an article about, if you haven't checked it out yet, around uh, what it's been like running a gaming site for five years as a smaller site uh, and channel and uh, just some experiences with that. So check that out. And then, uh, you know, we're getting up to the holidays. I'm going to have a charity stream upcoming. I don't know what game yet. I don't know when, but just stay tuned. We're probably going to do a big extra life uh, push for the end of the year here around the holidays. So be a lot of fun. And then next week, uh, I believe we're going to have the, some of the Lords joining us. So I think Cog may be over. I may solve maybe over. Uh, we'll see, but we'll let everyone know who's coming on next mm-hmm. week soon. Nice. With that, Mo, always a pleasure, brother. Um, I know we talk all day, every day anyway, but always a pleasure <laughs> to get you on the podcast and chat, dude. So where can we find you? Appreciate you, man. Um, yeah, I, uh, Backlog uh, Chronicles podcast. It's the Backlog underscore pod pretty much you know uh it's a podcast we just talk about shit just like we did over here it's non-biased non-centric you guys really were one of the influencers for you know some of the way that i you nice know, did, we're did influencers it, so. dan we did Fuck it yeah you are man absolutely influencers <laughs> well, here man let me flash that shirt again sorry guys they gotta see it bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah so there's that and you know every week we put up an episode sometimes we go live just like we did with you guys so yeah, outside of that, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me, man. It's it's always a pleasure. I love and it. And Mo, let's remind Dan real quick that he needs to go order this. Woo! Dan, $79 shipping. Yeah, shipping. The shipping's cheap, dude. The shipping for me, I was, super, I was stunned. <laughs> Holy shit. Dan, Dan you're on mute, it. by the way, dude. You're, you're talking into nothing. You're on mute. Dan? Well, you're worried about the $80 shipping. Not the twelve hundred dollars. Don't here. worry about Stop it. Stop it, man! Stop. Yeah. I have no place to put it. Hey, you can <laughs> I always see a find shelf. A place. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to look. <laughs> I mean, I, I, 
Yeah, I'd have to like build a shelf for it. <laughs> I don't know who would do such a thing. That's yeah, quite no. all right, man. That's quite uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I, like it's between that one and the near automata one. Yeah, like though that one is stunning, but it's also yeah. three grand or whatever. Yeah, it yeah. it's something ridiculous. Those two. I mean, actually, all of them they showed at their their Prime Studio thing were just they make great stuff, The man. Joker one, the Heath Ledger one. My yeah, gosh. Yeah, it looked so. good. Anyway, we're just joking with Dan about the the ghost uh, statue. But anyway, thank you as always, chat. You've been awesome. Sorry about the hiccups early on in the show. No idea what that was. I don't think it was on our end. I think it was a connection between uh, YouTube and and Streamyard. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, thanks as always. You guys rock. Um, have a great week. Go back to playing Cyberpunk. Thanks for joining us, and we will see you next week. Peace.